This week on Marvel, the Axe Report takes an interesting turn to the death. ASM7 comes out. Other comics came out. And Spider-Gwen weighs 9 pounds. This week on Marvel. Hello everybody, it's me, it's Tony. Uh, here I am with my friends, Josh and Vinny. I'm the friend. I'm I'm the guy they pay to come on here. The friends are you get you. you get paid. <laughs> you just get out of you get let out. No, of the I'm concerned because I'm not hours. paying you, and Josh is not paying you. So where is this money coming from? I just let him out of the know. basement for three I, hours a week. Every <laughs> Sunday, I get like a free Starbucks coffee that comes to my front doorstep, and I assume that's you guys. Oh, Vinny, you should not drink that. Uh, you know, like every time I drink it, I get like dizzy and I wake up and then th- parts of me just hurt. Are you sure it's a Starbucks coffee? Are you sure it's not a, a, a mug full of nails? <laughs> I, it, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Frappuccino yeah, right. just Roughly full of the nails. Same. Uh, I'm not going to waste... Milk. Anytime, I'm going straight into Judgment Day to, uh, we're going to do the Axe Judgment Report to lead off on this, because uh, it's the most interesting thing that's happening in comics uh, right now, and it's kind of cool. So, in in the Axe Judgment universe, right, something happens now. So, we last week we talked a little bit about the backstory, what happened on Mars, what happened on Earth, blah de blah Uh, And we already had an idea of what everyone was doing. The Avengers are trying... The Avengers and the Eternals, who aren't jerks, Ajax, Makari, and Fastos, are trying to create a brand new Celestial. Uh, The X-Men are trying to not die. Uh, The Hex is a bunch of kaiju eternal stuff with garbage names like Sign the Mimotar and Theka the Harpsychus. Uh, because, you know, everything Eternals. about the Eternals has to be the shittiest version of the thing. Uh, and then most importantly, uh, it takes it kind of runs through a story of six civilians. And this is the only part I'm going to go really into. Everything else I'll just kind of touch on. Because uh, there's basically six different humans, right? Some guy in London who's just kind of a schmuck and he's like yo mutants suck that's it some chick in vancouver who's pro mutants and doing of course what the absolute greatest thing any person can do when something horrible is happening in the world she's tweeting about it uh you know because there's power and solidarity as well uh there's a guy named arjun in mumbai who's not really worried about all the stuff going on because the heroes always save the day. Uh, There's a chick who's like a bike messenger slash uh, works nine jobs in Sao Paulo who's not really paying attention because life is too busy for her to worry about the fact that there is a global war and space water kaijus and mutants. can She doesn't really care. Uh, In New York City, there's Jada who uh, is... Very mad at the mutants because her daughter's dead. 
Uh, not that they did anything or caused it. It's just her daughter died and now she's mad at the mutants. But not so much that she wishes them all to die because she's only mostly stupid, not completely stupid. And then in Yokohama, uh, there's a dude named Kenta who is a uh, gamer because that's what they thought they should do. Uh, make the Asian kid a gamer who changes his name to like, I don't know, Hex Blaster, garbage, uh, does not pay attention, does not care, is 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 one of those meme kids who thinks it's like, oh, this terrible thing is happening on the world? I'm going to be an edgelord and make fun of it. Um, and uh, all this entire story, the reason we know about this is because there is a narrator. Like, there exists a narrator, and we do not know who's narrating the story at the time, but there is a narrator, and he's pointing out these six uh, people. Uh, the entire comic itself, again, not wanting to go too much into detail, because it is only one comic this week, uh, the Avengers are fighting the Kaijus. That It does not matter that the Kaijus are, like, being supported by people to fight the mutants who people don't like, like, they are still kaijus who are causing an indiscriminate amount of damage to everything they want. They're not just attacking, like, Krakoa. They're attacking mutants everywhere at all times because not all mutants are on Krakoa because that's a choice they have. It's not a, like, they're not in exile or anything like that. Uh, Sinister's in it doing crazy things. Really weird art in this comic on Sinister. Don't know how I feel about it. I'm just saying it now for anyone who picks it up. Really strange. Uh, they do a fight. Uh, Namor gets involved. They manage to take down one of the hexes. They move on to the next one. No big deal. The narrator kicks in showing like the different fights that have been going on. What the plans are. Uh, who's doing some work. What to why Tony Stark is involved. Again, you're really going to have to read it to get the most of it because going into detail on it's going to be more convoluted. I'll be more confusing than that. But at the end of the day, the truth is they they basically uh, they succeed at the task they had. They took out one of the, uh, the hexes. They have reanimated a celestial or created a brand new celestial uh in his attempt to uh, stop the the eternals from doing what they're doing we find out that it's the celestials uh kind of working backwards from the moment of his creation to see what happened because that's apparently a power level the celestials have and he was looking at those six people because he's trying to find differences among everybody so they go back to the first guy from London who, uh, you know, is just blaming the mutants for all of his problems, like the fact that he's a fat schlub and nobody wants to sleep with him. Uh, and then there's Katrina is still tweeting the most powerful line I've seen in comics yet. It literally just says Katrina is still tweeting. Uh, super strong, super powerful. It shook me to my core. Uh, prayer moves mountains, but tweets defeat intergalactic space gods as we know uh arjun dies straight up the guy who thought the, the heroes were going to save everybody straight up dies because uh the eternals absolute awesome tech is that uh 
whenever a turtle dies, it just absorbs the life force of a random person on Earth. Uh, so, you know, kind of the same as what the X-Men are doing, but significantly worse. And it's one little box of text in this entire uh, comic that really explodes into like, wait, 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 y'all have some audacity, you know? Uh, and then we go back to the bike rider in Sao Paulo who uh, is now working her 17th job uh, who can't be bothered paying attention to like catastrophic apocalypses because she really needs to bring food to uh, the tourists at her like late night restaurant. Uh, and then, of course, New York, the woman who's mad that her daughter died and isn't brought back to life, uh, is still saying the same thing she was saying, which is like, eh, I'm really still upset, but like, you know, maybe we should cause genocide. Again, still half an idiot. Uh, and then again, the second most powerful line I've ever seen, Kenta gets a blurred shot of Captain Marvel punching a tidal wave. It is a good day for Kenta. Uh, you know, because Kenta can't be bothered. Teenage Ezlord does not matter. Uh, all of this phenomenal setup doesn't matter because this new god uh, has now spoken to... Every, the new celestial god, whatever you want to call it, is now awoken and simultaneously spoken to every person on Earth psychically that the planet is, is boned. Bone cityed, complete garbage. Uh, he has only but one option. They have 24 hours to justify themselves. You will be judged individually. You will be judged as a collective. If there is more that is than, just than wickedness, you will live. If there is not, tomorrow it is over. You are all important, every single one of you. So, uh, if you haven't ever seen... Uh, the day after tomorrow, one, congratulations, and two, uh, don't. And if you have, uh, this is the day after tomorrow, change nothing, it is, ex or the day the earth stood still, I apologize. Uh, actually, both of those movies sucked, so, fair. Uh, absolutely change nothing so far. Uh, we now have 24 hours to figure out what's going to happen to planet Earth. Spoilers ahead of time. I don't think it's going to be destroyed. Because this is a comic book. But uh, I'm interested in seeing what happens. Now that they've reanimated a celestial. Who just wants to end the planet. For like. No reason. Uh, did I miss anything? Does anyone want to add anything to that? Um, I mean, there's a lot. So, like, yes, I don't think there it's was for a lot. no reason. It's, like, basically, like, a an angry parent who's woken up because, like, the kids are, like, fighting over a stuffed toy. You know, like, e e they even, the, the Celestial even goes as far as to call them bickering children. This planet is ruined. You have acted with unrelenting unkindness to one another. You leave me no option. This is, like you know it's exactly that it's a it's a parent who's been woken up because the children are bickering over a toy something like small and stupid when like 
you know, there are plenty of other toys in the house. And um, my favorite part about this is like, I don't think this was the plan for like Ajax and Tony Stark to yeah. when you don't you don't you don't think yeah no and you, I, you and think something like, might have gone wrong do you think they weren't trying to bring about the apocalypse oh interesting hot take i know hottest take because like i just love the look of they're like patting themselves on the back yeah literally it's seconds before thing. please read this the comic smug, it's amazing the, yeah the the just like self-congratulating look on tony stark's face as he's like clapping for himself ajak looks content and then there's just mr sinister who um looks like you know zombie jesus in this he does um, look like zombie jesus in this <laughs> Which was funny because of all the Jesus references they made earlier in it. And I was like, and then you just like drew Mr. Sinister looking like zombie Jesus. Um, and they're congratulating. And then all of a sudden, I feel like you could just hear the air being sucked into that room as like their plan just immediately backfired. And now they've instantly made the situation worse. <laughs> so, um, but no, I think actually like you kind of touched on the most important part of this is the human aspect of it yeah. um we don't this is not something we normally get to see in comics it, even when they're dealing with these like world shattering events um they very rarely look at like what what's happening around the world and i think it's important because this is kind of the first time where they're started bringing in like humanity as like not just like characters but like one collective character showing that you know at times we kind of suck um and now we're getting our you know comeuppance where we're getting judged um so also i'm i was gonna let it slide but i've decided not to hey so when you were growing up and you were acting, you know, out, and you woke up your parents because you were so loud. Did they often uh, threaten to, to end reality? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Growing up in Texas must have been rough. Uh, Look, I didn't grow up in a happy household. But no, like, I mean, like, just imagine, like, there, you know, like, someone was getting their world ended in terms of, like, you were probably getting in trouble or something. And, like, that's exactly what this felt like. Um, you know, it's like Tony Stark and, you know, Ajax were like the ki the third, the, like the youngest child who like ran to the parents because the other two children were fighting. And now here we are. So what's going to happen coming out of an angry, pissed off God? I really, one thing I hope is not that the entirety of Axe judgment happens in 24 hours, you know, where we're getting like piecemealed like one hour vignettes you know that's exactly what's gonna happen i hope because not hold on let's count it out we have starting with next week one two three four five six there's seven. more than 24 there's seven issues left in august uh technically yeah. so uh the fact that there's death to the mutants number two uh and number three seem mm -hmm. to imply that the not all the mutants are going to to die immediately so we have seven and seven is 14 
Sorry, just keeping a running tally. 15, 16, 17, 19, 20, 21. All right, there's like 30 more issues that, yeah. to, that we're going to be covering. Granted, we don't know how long it's going to go. Uh, but most of the next issues that are covering Axe Judgment, especially for August, are all X-Men related. There's Judgment Day 3 uh, and Death to the Mutants, which is the Axe title. But then it's X-Force and X-Men 13, 14, you know. Uh, uh, we don't actually break out of X-Men comics until mid, like end of September with Fantastic Four, Avengers, ASM 10, you know, great. Hopefully that'll... Well, we haven't even talked about ASM 10 yet. Uh, ASM 7 to this thing. So we got that. Uh, Star Fox, of course. Iron Fist. Can't wait for Axe Iron Fist. How the hell... Are they going to tie Iron Fist in? I hope he's like the key to the ending of the story. Like he's no. like been this whole time. Like, no. you're the, what, you're, I think Danny, they're, they're like, Danny, you're the only one. Yeah. And then he just like punches a kaiju and yeah, then he like, just, everyone like, just smokes holds a, hands. He, just he smokes, smokes the new Celestial. Yeah, he just smokes a new bowl and like this, the weed vapor causes the celestial to get a contact high and he's like oh never mind i heard you <laughs> had cheetos he's like we're chilling. i don't know why but in my head iron fist like over the last like maybe five six years is just a pothead he's, he's been living off that netflix money that's yeah that's it uh, <laughs> just just complete and total pothead never does anything uh and i used to love iron fist maybe it's the netflix show Maybe I was just like, oh man, way to ruin one of my favorite characters. Not a, not my favorite, but like top tier fun character. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I don't know what they're gonna be doing, but like I feel like this isn't gonna be like twenty four hours of people trying to be better and justify themselves, and instead it's gonna be sixteen hours of people trying to kill the new celestial. <laughs> I I don't know what's gonna happen from. You imagine there's like a purge, like we're just like, they're gonna get the people who they think is shitty and they start purging them, and the whole time the Avengers are like, please stop, we're just trying to stop this all. Yeah, no, because like, what's gonna happen? Someone's gonna like, he's gonna get one look at a Twitter feed, and he's gonna be like, oh, never mind, this world's gotta go. No, he's gonna see he's gonna see Katrina's <laughs> tweets, you know, in solidarity, and be like, ah, oh, no, there is good in the world. I'm going to say something this powerful right now. message. I know you're joking because that's the meme. I swear on everything I fucking believe in. If Katrina's tweets are the, are the reason the world doesn't get destroyed, I will be an <laughs> inconsolable asshole to every person I ever, ever interact with who works for Marvel ever again. I will just be like, hey, remember that time that you tried to, to, like, I'm not one to bitch about virtue signaling and shit like that. Because, like, yes, these things do exist, but generally it's harmless. It doesn't cause harm on either side of the argument. Pandering is, is not the most detrimental thing that could happen. I just don't like it. You know, it's not the worst. If it makes someone feel happy, then so be it. I just think it's stupid. But if you're going to tell people that tweeting actually makes a difference in a comic at of like this magnitude like i want you to know you will be solely responsible like like on your shoulders 
for an entire generation of useless people. Like thoughts and prayers, people. You know, like completely garbage. Yeah. Like, I, I will. I will send an email to like, f- like mailing lists every day. Auto send <laughs> to be like pray to your god. Like not a threat. <laughs> just like f- whatever. Like uh, advice. Like please do not under like that's not a twist, Ryan Johnson. That's an assassination of logic. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to say that. Other than that. This, I left a lot out in this comic because you should be reading this because it's awesome. So I left it out is. all the fights. I left out all the conversation. Axe, Judgment Day, issue two. Buy it. Pick it up. Get a variant cover if you can. Uh, I'm trying to see if, the, if there's a variant or what the name of a variant I like the most is because I have him. Um, yes. Okay. The uh, Witter Men of Axe cover is uh apparently resurrected Icarus, but it looks really cool. The uh there's one called the David Nakayama, which is an X23 gala. I was telling you guys weeks ago about the gala covers they were doing where it's gonna be random stuff. Uh where X23 mm-hmm. is now Wolverine. Uh it is the it is it is a great, great cover. And there's two different versions. There's the uh, the one that looks like a, its own magazine in their world, and then the one that's just the full art. There is a very adorable cover of like it looks like children drew uh, a like Ajax, Nightcrawler, and Iron Man, like holding a celestial's hand, like but they're all like chibi children stuff. So it's a cute comic. And then there's oh. one of Namor trapped underwater, uh, Wait, which is you know trapped underwater. That's yes, a bit ironic. That is the uh, it, I don't have oh, uh, Riley Window Shades variant. So I just wanted to give you guys that information if you are interested in variants. This is a really good interest uh, topic. Uh, and again, there are a ton of other variants. There's like six or seven total variants for this. So if you are interested, go nuts. But I'm done with the axe report. Uh, there's only one other comic I'm gonna talk about, but I need a, I need a moment. So, uh, uh, one of y'all go next. I take this one. All right, Vinny, what are you talking about and why? So I read a few things this week. Um, and a lot of them really, I didn't really care for, but I did read Miss Marvel and Wolverine. So Miss Marvel is teaming up with the Marvel universe right now. And each issue, she's going to team up with someone new. So this one's Wolverine. Next one will be Moon Knight, and then I think the third one will be Venom. I'm not too sure. But, um, so it's really just her teaming up. When they said, like, Miss Marvel and Wolverine, it's really just Miss Marvel and the X-Men. You know, I was kind of waiting for the drops. We're like, you're a mutant now. That's why I read it in the first place. See if they, like, followed the show, <laughs> like, already. I know. I, 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 had to, I, had to, I had to see. Don't worry, we don't have that. Uh, it gives this series or this uh, comics really just talking about her history with the Avengers and working with the mutants and essentially her and the X-Men are just killing robotic bugs like flies, like robotic flies. So, you know, I think they might zap you, but that's it. It's not even like harmful. So uh, it's okay. her. Yeah, no, it's like a very light comic, you know, it's a comic. If you just like to see team ups, that's all it is. 
So it's like her, Wolverine, Jean Grey, Armor, uh, Scott, Rogue, and... I think that's really it. And they're literally, the whole time, killing bugs. That's all they do, this whole series. The art was good. The uh, interactions were fine. I thought they were funny, because like, Wolverine's just angry. He just stands there angrily, even though it's like it's titled in his name. He said like five words. So I don't even know what the point of that was. Um, would I buy this? No. But if you like if you're a big Miss Marvel fan, maybe like hold it. Maybe take a look at it. But uh this was a fun comic to look at and to see like a light story. Cause I don't think we get that too often right now. I feel like a lot of stories like besides like Gwen. They always like very try to make them very heavy. Try to make them very like, oh, we need the viewers to have to like keep reading. This one is like, you, you can read it once and you never even look think about it again, which I enjoy sometimes. Kind of like Spider Punk. No. <laughs> Come on, no. you know. No. Light fun. We're giving you nothing. That's fine. You get no leeway from us, sir. I'm taking it. You can't take anything. There's nothing for us to give you. Well, I want it. Well, you don't get it. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it was fine. I I kind of missed the whole like team up comics from back in the day. So it was kind of like a fresh breath of air for me. I like them when so, they tell something fun, and it's like, hey, none of this matters. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, none of it matters. At one point, yeah. they like, we can't kill all these bugs. And they throw Wolverine up in the air. And then they use Storm to, like, use as a lightning rod. Already love it. Sounds brilliant. Yep. And they, like, kill all the bugs and, just sm- and they just, like, smoked them. Yep. Sounds great. Love every second of it. Oh, I do cool. love this idea of, like, Miss Marvel, who's, like, this really kind of, you know, she's a, she's a kid. She's this, you know, su- huge super hero fan really wholesome um teaming up with characters who are not wholesome so you like wolverine moon knight and then venom you know whoa 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 what do you mean wolverine's not wholesome well you know he's not wholesome so yeah but explain that in words that make sense to me all is right. it on the count um, of the whole he murders people? Yeah, that that would uh, exactly be where I'm going. You know, the what about Venom? Is it on account of the like, murder? He it's on account of the murder. And eats brains. It's on account of the murder and the brain eating. Yes. All right, oh, so I just want to. I want everyone to be aware uh, also... that Josh is defending Jubilee's existence. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, you just said you love when the wholesome characters teamed up with the jerks. I'm like, I oh think... yeah. But Jubilee, right? Your favorite character? <laughs> sir, sir, I will not have that go into print. Sir, this is a Wendy's. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why I love that meme so much. It's the greatest. Um, yeah, it would be on account of all the murder they do. Um, you know, which is fine. You know, there are certain people that just need to get got. Miss um, Marvel is not one of those people to pull the trigger. And so it's, it's you know, it's my favorite mashup. Um, of grizzled older person dealing with like youthful innocent person and then you know somehow you're really just like jubilee 
I really don't like Jubilee. But you're really explaining that. I don't. Archetype you like. Yeah, I understand what the archetype they were going for. And then they were just like. Yeah, Jubilee. Missed the mark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So there's going to be a new person on the cast next week. (laughs) Josh is going to murder For anyone who seems to be confused. Uh. Fuck Jubilee. Conversation She's awful. My baby. It's not her fault. Except it kind of is. Because she's not real. Please don't defend the real... The the, the made-up character to living people. Okay? It's not our fault that she needed to be made a vampire. Yeah. Would it still thought thought it used to say... Like about oh. Jubilee's kit when it was coming out, it was like her in the, in the Marvel Strike Force. It was like, no, stop! Hey guys, help! And like her yeah. passive was get kidnapped again. Exactly. It was like, like it was awful, it was man. Like, meant yeah. Her her personality is the mall getting kidnapped <laughs> and sparklers and Neon. sparklers. Uh, do you yeah. uh, do you do you ever see the uh, Pete Holmes uh, EX Men, where he pretended to be uh, Professor X and fire all the X Men because they all actually sucked? No, no. Okay. So after the podcast, we're gonna watch all of that because they're like thirty seconds to a minute long and they're hilarious. I'm sorry, Vinny. Tell your wife your bit. Tell your pregnant wife you can't help her. And Josh, do whatever it is you do just yeah. later uh, because we're going to watch them. <laughs> and for anybody listening, EX-Men by Pete Holmes. Uh, everything is funny, and it's also one of my favorite random lines to quote in the entirety of reality. Oh, fuck you. It was dicks. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love saying it just like that. Uh, you will find it. That's the X-Men firing of Jean Grey. Truly phenomenal. Pete Holmes is a very funny guy. Didn't need his own TV show, but, uh, you know, definitely made it work. Anyway, yeah, back to that. Jubilee sucks. Uh, that's all. Who, what are you talking uh, about, Josh? Oh, I was just going to say real quick. Uh, the worst part about Jubilee sucking is that her baby is actually super interesting because he can turn into a dragon. And it's super adorable. Who um, fucked Jubilee? No, 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 no. I'm going to Google. She's had a baby. I just assumed she kidnapped the baby from the Who mall one day. Fucked Jubilee. Type that in fucking Google. I'm not. I just did. Um. Okay. Fun fact: there is an album called "Fuck the Jubilee." Okay, that's a little bit different, though. Um, which is not the same, but it might as well be, right? Like, who... I need to know how Jubilee has a baby. The baby's name is Shogu Lee, and he can turn into a dragon, and he is super adorable because he's still a baby. Um... You know. Uh, Jubilee returns to the X-Men with an orphan baby she found. Uh, And then 
uh, adopts him. So she, let's be clear, Ju Vampire Jubilee, who is a vampire. Is she still a vampire even Don't after it, getting resurrected? The fact that you think I would know that answer is 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 sign I, of our friendship. I don't think she's. I don't think she's a vampire. Anymore. I don't think she's. A, I think that. I think that storyline died in the nineties, where I Jubilee should have stayed. All I know is it says. Uh. Uh. I. I. I honestly, here, God's honest truth. No idea. I'm reading Wikipedia right now. The last thing it says before. Jubilee returns to the X-Men with an orphaned baby. I'm, like, word for word. Uh, who she named Shogo. Yeah. Literally stole a child. That's how I'm reading From it. the mall. That's what I'm right, telling you right, right now. Right before that, uh, Jubilee starts to develop an ex a friendship with X-23. This is Touching Darkness Run. She is later taken in by a group of vampires called the Forgiven, who have learned to move beyond their need for blood. And can move about in the day, um, you know. So, so they're not, not vampires. vampires. Yeah, yeah. So not vampires. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you know, like I am a horrible, horrible meth addict. So I just learned uh, how to not smoke meth or sell my parents' stuff for for money, which yeah. makes me not a meth addict. That's how that works. Like, like I want a meth addict with a day job. Not a meth addict. Yeah, I'm a person. I'm a, I'm a recreational meth user. I hate Jubilee I, so much. I do have the but, father for Jubilee, by the way. Or for Shogo. Who's the father of Shogo? Go ahead. It's a regular criminal named who calls himself the future. Oh, God. He's dead, by the way, so, like, it doesn't matter. But, like, someone called himself the future, and then he died. That's real future forward thinking of him. I want to know... I just want an interview one day with somebody who's like, like, like who's written or worked on Jubilee. And I just want to be like, explain, explain yourself. Like what, what, what's the, what is there? Like, like, you know how we always joke that there's like <laughs> a wall on Marvel that's load bearing that says Peter Parker must be miserable. Yeah. Where is the wall that says, we must make stories featuring Jubilee, but we are not going to spend any money on it. Like, I think we should double down on that, to be honest. So I think we should keep Jubilee as like this super 90s character who just has not like left that era still. But she's like and 45. Like, yeah, yeah. She's like 45. Yeah. She, she yeah. smokes cigarettes. She's like on a skateboard. <laughs> You know, no, and she, she's like, "Whoa, it's radical!" And everyone's like, "Jubilee, please, like you have a son, it's like been, he's in yeah. high school." Like, I think we should go with that route. song. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you I know the song. Um, oh God. God, she only listens to Nirvana. Like, um, I'm telling you, we need to double down on her. It's in a comic that we haven't like really talked. We talked about it once, but like the the X Men ninety two run that the they're doing for right soup, now. Not Bowling for Columbine, my bad. It, for Columbine the reason why soup. I stopped talking about it and reading it is because they made Jubilee out to be this Moira McTaggart character, where every time she dies, she just gets like she's the reset point for the universe. Ah. So they just keep going back to this time when Jubilee dies, and so instead. 
Professor X just locks her away in like a vault on Krakoa. It's a storyline where Jubilee is important, so I immediately stopped reading it. Uh, bowling for soup, not bowling for Columbine. Very different things. Yeah, uh, I was like... <laughs> one of those was a Michael Moore movie. One of them is a garbage band from the night from the night like late nineties, early two thousands. Uh nineteen eighty five. If you ever heard that yeah. song. That's it's that, but like nineteen ninety seven and it's just Madonna. like haggard yeah, thank you for yeah. Nirvana like that song. Yeah. Like it's that. Uh wait, isn't that girl all the bad guys want? No, 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 no. No. Yeah, 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 no. Way before Nirvana. That's right. Okay. Yeah. She's stuck um, in so it's the same thing, except it's just like grunge, neon, that picture on the side of cups that's got like weird colors. Oh, yeah. Uh, you mean yeah. the entire image of the 90s? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It looked like the Save by the Bell place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you know it's exactly the blue, what I'm purple, like teal. Yeah, yeah, teal, blue, purple, and a splash of red in like a weird pattern on like a white speckled background. Uh, and then of course the most '90s things possible. Just, just abject nothing. What the lawless? We were talking about it the other day. The '80s weren't lawless. There was a, there were rules in the '80s. The rules were just simple cocaine. and stupid. Like, it was very stupid. It was like, hey, how much cocaine can we give and then insert any word at the end of it? And then it was a movie or a song. Like, how much cocaine can we give hair? Hair bands, hair metal. Like, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, how much cocaine can we give Arnold Schwarzenegger? Kindergarten cop. You know, like, it, it didn't, like, like, true lies. Get down! Like, it does not matter. Uh, the 90s? We were just like, do whatever you want, whenever you want. Everything. Everything. Everything it had a Z a in it. was such a special time. Yeah. Everything had a Z in it. Like, everything. Was it, or like an X. Or an X. It was extreme. Yeah, it was either like, extreme. Without the first E. No, didn't need it. Didn't need yeah. it. There was enough time to be extreme if you had an E in front. There was that extreme. Was an extra, so... Or Z. There was Z. Boys to men. Z. Yeah. Like, if it was like, Z. Had to be a Z. No question. Uh, music? Whatever. What did you want to do? I don't know. Just... the TRL launched in uh, the like towards the end of the 90s, and you could be like, what is this? We don't know. So here's like a rap song. Uh, Mariah Carey's I'll Be Home for Christmas. Uh, and, and then, then Lincoln Park's... Yeah, Lincoln Park singing Numb, and then My Love is All We Have to Give by uh, Blackstreet Boys. And you're like, oh, okay. And this is what we're supposed to do with music. And an entire generation of people grew up thinking, yeah, doesn't matter. That all music is all music all the time, always. And then movies were the exact same thing. And then comic books. You had Rob Liefeld and his many pouches and needle feet. And that's how we got Jubilee. You have Rob Liefeld who said, hey, I think I can make everybody hate Deadpool. And then fail in the most successful way he ever planned. He's like, I'm going to make Deadpool unlikable. And everyone's like, nope, pretty cool. He's like, ah, damn it. Well, you guys didn't have him. Yeah, fine. Because like I him guess. and like Chris Claremont I don't, just took over. Chris Claremont is fine. Oh, right? I like him. I'm saying he, he's one of the people who took over. Rob Liefeld Honestly, is a crazy man. 
yeah rob life like the 90s was a lawless time for all of reality i don't know why we're all like so nostalgic for it like everything oh, about I the 90s was love the chaos of it but yeah. Like, historians from, like, 50 years from now will be like, the 1990s. What the fuck happened? And we'll just be like, we don't, we don't know. We don't know. We have no idea. Everyone had, like, a useless, like, $20 PDA that no yeah. one wanted. Yeah. Was, we have no idea. What is that thing? It's a Palm Pilot. Oh, what is that? Oh, you plug it into your computer. My what? How do you plug it in? Oh, there's this giant 40-pound cable that runs out the back. You just run it through a hole in the side of your, your garbage. Like, what? Why? There's no USB yet. Oh, okay. How long did it take to print something? You, that's, that's a stupid question. What were you printing? Why? There's no reason to. Printing, you know, the your only Jubilee place that had art. the internet was the library. And it was still dial up. 90s was crazy. 90s was crazy. <laughs> I love Mini any I... action movie in the 90s. Or from Last... the 90s. No, the 90s had the greatest action movie. Last action movie. No, hero. hacking. Like, anytime they had a hack. Like, oh, yeah. I think Hackers going was in the mainframe. Yeah. I think, I think Hackers was 88, but then the 90s came and they were like, change nothing. Change nothing. Every aesthetic has Johnny Mnemonic. Has to look exactly like the internet in the 90s. Please, anyone listening to this still, I'm sorry, podcast listeners. I'm sorry I'm putting you through this, but this is fun. Just any 90s internet scene was like someone heard surf the web and they're like, well, it's got to be like they have to be able to surf it. Right? Like you can't surf something that doesn't have waves or they're like the information super highway and they're like, oh, so like you drive on it. So when you log into the computer... Like, I don't even know what year Weird Science was. I assume it was also late 80s. Because, like, from 88... 88 is technically, the like, the birth of the 90s. Like, the decade... Like, the 90s was, like... To be fair, the 90s was also 15 years long. Because, <laughs> like, up to Yeah, it lasted into the early 2000s. Yeah, from 88 to 2004 was the 90s. We don't even talk about that. <laughs> weird Science came out in 85. 85? Oh, goddamn. Okay, so yeah. Weird Science is another example... Like, we just, we never changed what the internet looked like. It was always just a theoretical thing. Like, this is what the internet's like. So, like, as the movies continue talking about the internet, they're like, no, 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 no. We got to make it have, like, buildings. So, like, the data bricks looked like buildings. And it was like, uh, what is, what's going on here? Anyone listening to this, old enough, at my age or older, like, you will be like, yes, no, I remember. It was stupid. I mm -hmm. loved every second of it. Uh, well, because on the internet, you had to go into something, you know? Like, that's what, how it, what happens in real life. So why would it not work on the internet as well? And it's... Internet I just cannot realized be that the entire 90s is also just the entirety of the Zoolander movie. Nah, uh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Like if you just if you just applied that to like a decade of time, you'd be like, no, that's probably accurate. Files are there in were the there were bad guys who were comic book bad guys, but like comic book bad guys were better. And then there were like like the politicians still lied, like regular old lying, like regular old like no like but like positive lies. Like, no, I'm not taking a bribe. 
but good old days. Now it's just like, no, I'm going to tell a different lie that's totally unbelievable and nobody cares. And yes, it was proven wrong. I don't know. 90s are crazy. Jubilee's dog shit. Josh, <laughs> ASM, go. Oh, we're doing ASM right now? All right. But wait, so, we, all, we all talked about, oh, no, you're not talking about ASM yet. You're talking about yeah. what's it called, right? Um, Captain America and the yeah. Sentinel Liberty number three. Good. That's why. All right. It is because like it's like I talked about it last time. What they're doing right now is like a super cool espionage story. So um, Captain America last time he found this place called the Forge, which is supposed to be listed as this green energy plant, um, you know, for the United Nations. But it turns out there's a little bit more there because when he shows up, um, he gets attacked by this thing by the order of the outer circle and um anyone who like you you actually have to look at this because it's really well done um they are taking the symbol of captain america's shield that kind of iconic you know you got the red circle then the white circle then the blue circle with the star in the center um they we find out the origins of that symbol here and it comes from this order of the outer circle who's kind of this you know cabal shadow government type thing made up of the five points of the star um this one this issue is focusing on um the machine who's a member of that um to you know send the star points to redact captain america from the history books um the star point is this kind of like, I don't know how to describe it other than like a meso type, amorphous, nondescript, synthetic looking per, uh, character. He fails to attack Captain America. And then Captain America like goes underground and actually finds out where his, uh, into like the true forge. Um, and he finds the origins of his shield. And then also that, um, his shield has like laser inscribed a message from the shield creator in it about how he hopes that Captain America is like a good enough person to actually be able to resist the outer circle. And then we get, you know, a scene where the machine shows up and Captain America tries to escape by surfing on his shield on lava. I shit you not. It's, the coolest thing because he's just like keyboarding across on lava and it's awesome. Um, and then all the while Bucky goes to Madripoor and he's actually confronting Peggy Carter because he thinks that she might be a sleeper agent for this outer circle um, organization. And then she kicks Bucky's ass and it's so funny. Um, because you would not expect Peggy Carter to be able to fight off Bucky, uh, and yet she does. So that's awesome. And that's kind of where we're at, is that now we're getting an idea of what this you know, shadow government organization, who they are. They call themselves the Outer Circle. And um, you know, now we're kind of getting Steve's mission a little bit more clear. Now, Bucky's been aware of this the whole time or not necessarily aware, but he's kind of been like one step ahead trying to get out in front of this. 
and has been doing his own investigation. So did either of you get a chance to look at this, read this at all? I did not. Uh, um, yeah, I think it's a really interesting take on, you know, the origins of Captain America's, um, you know, who he is, like kind of as, as a symbol, as well as, you know, like his shield. You know, we, you know, if we got the MCU origin story where it's all part of his, you know, World War II stuff, but like here it's kind of been this, you know, less than upstanding, um, you know, symbol. It's kind of been co-opted and now he's trying to take it back. So it's funny that this comic is called the sentinel of liberty and the other one is called the symbol of truth when um this one much more deals with the symbology of captain america i just that was one thing i found funny the whole time uh reading this so uh definitely pick this up if you are a fan of captain america or if you're even just like a fan of um you know like spy stories this is turning out to be a really good one for both so uh, as I said last week with Cap Sam, like I'm excited for this entire story, but nothing is like I have to read this right now. Like uh, all, all of yeah. it to me is like I will read it more and more. I'm reading it for you guys, obviously. Like I did not read Captain America this week, and I was like, I, I don't care. Honestly, I read Cap Sam because Doom was involved. It's actually a pretty fun story, but like again. I'm just more interested in the over arc. So like, I'm cool with how they're doing it. But in this comic, I'm just going to wait for the end. Unless you're really into Cap and really into this type of comic. Mm -hmm. uh, just chill for a little bit. You'll be all right. I, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying this, this take on the symbology of Captain America. Because like, that's kind of been Cap's thing for the whole time. It's not who who wears the shield it's like the shield and the symbol is what's important and now you have this shadow government who's kind of stolen that almost in a way from him and it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out from like a cap standpoint because how can you base the shield and the symbol on like this force of good when it was apparently not created for that purpose so I do love how the only place they have left to go with Cap is like, he's a bad guy. No, it's not know, he's the no, bad guy. No, um, but I'm saying like there... that's the only like between that and Secret Invasion or Secret uh not Secret Invasion, what's it called? Secret Empire. It's always mm -hmm. like they're like, Yeah, this is Cap was never always the best he was supposed to like oh, all right, yeah, yeah, sure, fine, fine, fine. It's fun. They're fun stories, and honestly, like I said. They won me over with that first issue, man. Like, that first issue was so pretty. I was like, you got me for at least another couple months. Um, yeah, I mean, um, of the two, like, it, this is clearly not as pretty as that first issue. Um, but, like, the artwork in this is really good. I like the artwork in Sentinel of Liberty more than I like the artwork in... Um, symbol of truth just because it's kind of got that rough 
almost sketch feel, whereas the symbol of truth is much more cleaner, much more like modern comic. This feels like something from a like a different era. Um, so all right. I don't know. And that, that's yeah. that's all the that's all the decent comics we read, right? Like uh so instead of going deep in we'll just kind of give like a little synopsis of some of the other comics that happened this week. We'll start with uh Vinny, Ghost Rider Vengeance Forever 1. Uh so like okay. Last podcast we recorded, we talked about the recent Ghost Rider issue and following that was the 50th anniversary of Ghost Rider. So they came out with a series, I think it's called Ghost Rider, like, Vengeance Forever, something like that. And the cover looked cool. The cover looks cool. The The idea is he comes in, gets a tattoo from this guy who can, like, see his past, and he tattoos his history onto him. Excuse me, you call him by his name, Necro the Tattooist. I didn't make that up. Yeah, Necro the Tattooist. And they they go through like all his like family history or like history of the spirit of vengeance. They go through like Danny Ketch and like what he's doing, stuff like that. You see uh, the newest Ghost Rider. Um, I I don't remember his name. It's the one Robbie? who's a part of the Avengers right now. Yeah, Robbie. Robbie Reyes. Okay. Yeah, Robbie Reyes. He's a part of it. And it's just kind of like a very brief summarization. Of like what's going on in the line of the Spirit of Vengeance, but it's not like enough to me that made it like interesting. Like, wow, yeah, that's Danny Ketch, and he does all this. It was just like very, it was very vague. I felt like they didn't, they were like trying to like cover everything, where they should have just dug into like one thing, you know. Instead of doing like all the Ghost Riders, they just talked about the history of the Ghost Rider, or like you know the origin of the Ghost Rider more and stuff like that, but. It, it was it was fine. Why did you know. bring up like, that Morbius was in this? Uh, who? Yeah, Michael <laughs> just Morbius? like you know, <laughs> the Morbin guy. Yeah, it's Morbin Captain time. Captain Morbo. Oh, yeah. he no, looks that's like a sidekick. Uh, I, yeah, I tried to repress it. I'll be honest. He looks uh, like a, a a knockoff Mister Sinister. That I'm going to go through the community discussion. I'm going to go through the community discussion for this issue. Uh, I'm going to skip all spoilers. This I'm not going to everything I'm saying. I will put a pause in between a new person without naming them. Wait, what? How many issues is this? That's an awesome cover. Wait, why? <laughs> That's just the top five comments. On the the board I'm looking at, I like I. Okay, I, I agree. I agree with it's all cool. that. It's like it's pretty. I sure that's what comics are supposed to be. Good? No, they don't have to be good, and this proves it. Ghost Rider Vengeance Forever proves good is not a requirement. Uh, for what it's so worth. like, does does like because the cover again very pretty, it, yes. and it showed like all of the the past variant or versions of the spirit of vengeance does it just like kind of go into little vignettes about them or is it just like and one time you rode a woolly mammoth as the spirit of vengeance 
that one's not referenced. Nope. What? The Punisher one is, but like, and it's all like two pages or so each. Like it's not. Oh man. It's. I think the. I think a better word to describe it is like vignettes. It's like pro wrestling promos. Yeah. Like real short. You know, it was like for a fiftieth anniversary. It's fine. It's like a collector item, right? Like you like Ghost Rider, go buy this. It's got cool stuff in it, right? Like that's that's what its purpose is. It's other than that, it doesn't matter. It was just kind of lame, you know. Even as like collector's item, I don't think it's even worth calling it that. The only only reason you can't yeah call that it's like ASM nine hundred because it's just a of and a a marker issue. You know, right, but like it did nothing. Then. Let's go to that then, because you just brought it up. ASM seven issue nine oh one. Yeah, issue nine oh one. Let's call it both those things. Comes you after the now dumb. classic, classic issue, official. Yeah, now classic. Issue nine hundred of ASM. You can tell issue nine hundred is classic because it tells you in issue nine oh one that nine hundred is classic. Uh I don't I So I told Josh before the podcast he must have loved it because I fucking hated it. And Josh is like, nah, it was alright. And I was like, weird, because usually we're like diametrically opposed to Spider Man comics. Mm-hmm. Um I fucking hated it. Listen, it's not. It, it wasn't without strengths. Vulture coming back and not being a random nothing character was pretty cool. Uh, spoilers: Vulture comes back. Uh, or spoilers: Norman, It happens in the first like six frames of the issue. Yeah, exactly. That that's why I said it. Uh, Norman. Uh, Norman's working with Spider Man, quote unquote. With well, how would you describe Norman Osborn and Spider Man's relationship right now? Norman Osborn is weirdly trying to be a good person, um, and Spider-Man's no. just having none of it. No. I'm sorry. No. Norman Osborn doesn't get to be a good... Like, there is a I, point in no, no like return. That's, yeah. yeah. There, that that's they, the point yeah. that Spider-Man's taking, is like, nah, no. like, you've kind of been a shit for like, way yeah. too long for this I to will... be, like, anything other than that. I will accept Norman not being a piece of shit. That is the furthest Norman I will give Norman. Like, Doom... Doom uh, turning into a good guy was not because Doom found morality. It was because he already won and was like, let's try the other side for a little bit. Norman has, like... Unless there's information we don't have, which, uh, again, again, another issue that doesn't really dive deep into that uh the backstory uh norman is norman makes a spider-man goblin costume it looks awful i don't know if they intentionally drew it to look awful or if it is if the person given the assignment was like no and it was a it was a like like i said either intentionally they wanted to make it look awful or the artist is like uh, out of protest. I'm going to make this look awful, um, but it's awful. Like I, I don't know. I, I I don't know, man. Like the, I'm now back to the exact same place I was at like ASM two, where I'm All like, right, okay. So like here's the issue that I have with this 
is that ASM 6 was whatever. I expressed my thoughts. I wasn't happy with how chintzy and out of place it felt just because of the 900th issue. They are now, and we know that this issue happened sometime before the Hellfire Gala because yes. MJ is, is talking about... Dead. Yeah, is not dead and is talking about how she's going to go to the Hellfire Gala. I think so, it's number like, nine. It, yeah, and then in that. the Hellfire Gala issue, we saw that Spider-Man is going to team up with Wolverine in ASM 9 to go after Moira McTaggart, who had the body of MJ. So, like... Oh, Moira killed MJ. Oh, no, I know, but, like, okay. so they don't know sure. that. Yeah, no, we know we that. know that cuz we were there reading the comic where Moira killed MJ. Yeah. <laughs> we saw her walk out of there with bloody hands. We, you know, as readers um but like so we're now at 7. They set up 7 to end with this cliffhanger of like is Peter going to die? It's like no, of course Peter's not going to die. He's going to find some way to get out of the free fall that he's in and they're like Spider-Man's funeral. No, okay, come on. Don't don't do that. Don't like don't say <laughs> stupid shit. Just not to, even like, say... <laughs> not one day after he starts laying pipe into Black Cat. There's no way to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta no, be, man, better, you, be better, Marvel. Be better, Marvel. You, <laughs> yeah, don't, you be don't, better. You don't get you don't get that dude birthday laid and then kill him. Like no nah, man. No, Especially I mean they after actually, the classic no, issue nine hundred. They, they absolutely would do that to Peter Parker. It's like. Here's here's the problem. Yeah, but like I have he's with not this. fucking his wife that he's been fucking forever. He yeah. finally got back together with the hottest person in his rogues gallery. That's like every time Batman pairs off with Catwoman, we're like, get it, Bruce. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get that. You fucking um, that pussy. No, like, but what I'm saying is like they're setting up like this like false drama that we know isn't gonna be dramatic just because of like what they've done three weeks ago when they told us there's going to be more story now, like it's, it, I don't want this to be like a false, like, I don't want these to be filler issues, you know, with seven and then eight before going into nine. Cause we also know that ASM 10 is going to be part of, um, acts judgment. So like, what is this going to just be like a two issue little, mini arc before we get into like the death of mj for the fifth time uh if so. you want to hear something super cool there's like 14 variants for this every single variant for this is cool the bjorn barons variant is awesome there's a couple of throwback variants there's the mike mayhew variant that's a throwback to a 90s clone comic uh, is it for this one that just came out, or when it comes to ASM ten? Uh, this is ASM seven. Uh, the the throwback, and I'm gonna tell you this because my brain doesn't work right, so I remember dumb shit. Uh, the throwback, the Mike Mayhew variant, is the one where Spider Side was ripping Peter Parker in half, but instead of it being Spider Side, it's Iron Spider Spider Man. Uh, there's the Tyler Kirkham variant A and B which is a throwback to, if I remember, Web of Spider-Man 1, but please correct me if I'm wrong. 
there is a couple of other throwbacks. I'm trying to remember them all, but all of these get all the variant covers are throwbacks. One looks like a one more day or one more or an, uh, what's the other one? What's the not one more day, but it's called one something that was Spider-Man. I have no idea. Another one day or whatever. Who gives a shit? I don't know. Oh. Throwback to that. There's a lot of throwbacks on these all arts covers. And like I said, variant covers are the shit. If you can get them, these are really cool, especially if you're a longtime comic book like fan or nerd or whatever, uh, like me. But you know what? Zeb Wells is doing his best. I don't know what to tell you, man. Zeb Wells seems to like Spider-Man too much, and Ramada's just kicking him in the dick. I mean, like, it's cool. Like, I think the part with Vulture is cool. Like, it's it's, yeah, it's like fun. a good part. Yeah, um, fun. and the fa- like, but then that's balanced by like Norman trying to be like a good person. He's like, what I want is like this all to be like Norman, you know like with a long con where he's like, yeah, no, I totally didn't mean to have MJ, your ex-wife show up just to like rub it in, you know? Yeah. I totally didn't mean to offer you a job when I know that you're, you know, piss broke and your life is falling apart. Um, oh, is this comic the first time we find out MJ's new boyfriend's name? No, we, we you knew know him before? it. Okay. Yeah. Because like, remember those, like, it was like, ASM three or four where like he showed, he tried to show up to Peter Parker's uh, apartment to like intimidate him, which I found hilarious because even just by like not knowing that Peter Parker's Spider-Man, just like looking at the two of them. um, Okay. Even MJ right now, right? Dead. Dead MJ can do better than fucking Paul. Yeah. MJ historically is like wb hot right like fair bet everybody we've never mm-hmm. seen an mj hot like and don't get me wrong zendaya mm, love you girl but you are not this it's a different you know what i mean like you are hot in your way mj is like she doesn't have that girl next door. You MJ know, like, is, is like 28 to 32 year old that can play attractive high school teenager on WB show. Hot. You know what I mean? Like she's like Beverly Hills 90210. Why are all these 30 year olds playing teenagers hot? like that's who she she was on a fucking uh she was a supermodel she was uh she was she she was on uh what's it called um uh daytime soap opera and then after that she retired from that and then was like a like not a secretary and not an executive assistant even though she did do those things but she had a personal assistant no she had a really important job at stark tech after that because Tony Stark loves to promote his PAs. Uh, like, she, she's she's had a lot of important... Like, she's a, like, solid 10 of a human being. And Paul is a single dad with a chin strap. 
spear, like a, like a pencil <laughs> chin strap. He saw Tony Stark once and was like, yes, I too can pull yeah, that he off. He looks like me if somehow I was even bigger piece of shit. Like, I... I can't, like, don't get me wrong. I can imagine why she's tired of Peter. You know, it must suck having sex with somebody who can tell every second they're doing is right or wrong and then also suspend you from from the air. Like, it must suck having a permanent, like, sex swing whenever you want from any angle. It must be the worst experience. Because, you know, not everything's about sex. But it doesn't matter because Paul ain't fucking hitting the spots. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, however shitty Peter may have been to her, like, emotionally toxic, Paul ain't, Paul ain't that guy that's covering it. You know what I mean? Worst rebound in A. Uh, yeah. So this issue was like, like I said, mild. Like it. it this week was know. a weird week in comics, to be honest. Because it, it was like, there's nothing like amazing. Like Axe was good, right? But I felt like that was it. You know. I feel like everything else has been kind of just mild at best. Yeah, I mean, so like anything involving Avengers or X-Men is going to be put on hold largely or be telling like a dumb story that doesn't matter because like the main story is being taken up by Axe. Um, Spider-Man, so and like given how many, how much of the bulk of Marvel comics right now is just made up of X-Men comics. That like, if it does feel like we're in a weird lull, um, Spider-Man is just being put through the ringer again. Uh, oh, wait, there is one other thing I wanted to, one other issue I wanted to talk about, uh, for like 13 seconds. Is it a really uh, good one? No, it's giant size Gwen Stacy. Oh. Uh, the good news about giant size Gwen Stacy is it is $10.999, which means it is $1 a pound. It is a massive giant size. Like most giant size books, you're like, oh, look, it's like double the size. This is like four comic books thick. Not like fold, like folded. Like, if you stack four comic books on top of each other, this is how big... It's a very big comic. Uh, is it good? It's... It's written, and there's uh, art, and there's funny things in it, and there's, like, advertisements for it in it, so it's very fun. It tells the story of Gwen Stacy before she met Peter Parker. You know, the most interesting point of her life. Um, oh, it's not post that. Uh, well, also technically correct. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> it, uh, I would argue that uh, you're not 100% right, but you're also not anywhere near 100% wrong. So we'll go, we'll go, we'll, we'll meet in the middle on that one and be like, Shut up. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it was a very interesting story that's like, hey, 
Do you know how this chick acted in 1963? You know, roughly around the time she was introduced. And it was like, she acted the exact same way uh, a uh, 2020 high school girl would act. Uh, but in the 60s, you know, when, like, Greece was happening. <laughs> or whenever, I don't remember. I don't remember the time. <laughs> difference. I don't know anything about that time. It was a long time ago. Anyway, it was absolutely ridiculous. Harry Osborne was in it. Uh, I, I I think you should pick it up, not because it's good. Like, you might like it, you might well, I don't care. But because it's such a lot of, like, it's such a big comic that, like, you can't even sleeve it. Like you have to get a very you have like a special bag to sleeve it, and any comic that that's big, I'm like just keep it, put it in a cabinet for like thirty fucking years, and then be like, ah, giant size Gwen Stacy, graded classic, by, uh, yeah, graded <laughs> by so and so, forty six thousand dollars, which which inflation is like a thousand dollars, but like it don't matter. I always like whenever they do something like this, I'm always like, there's always gonna be that one collector. You know, or you run into like the author Christos Gage or the artist who's also somebody, I guess. Uh, weird art style, too. Super weird art style, but there's a couple of different stories. So there's a couple of different artists. They've been doing that a lot. A lot of Marvel Comics has been like, yo, how many stories can we like f shove into one comic? And I'm like, all right, I guess some people are like, yeah, three stories for the price of one. Like, I'm kind of a big fan of, like, one really good story all the time, always. And I know it's really hard to be a writer. So, like, you know, that's why not everybody does it. But, like, the people who get paid to do it, they should probably be a little bit better uh, than, you know, what we've been reading with, like, some of these issues that are like three times the stories like i don't know maybe there's quotas they gotta fill maybe marvel's just full of psychopaths i i've, I've lost track i don't know uh maybe that's it's all like, i want to say about that it might just be you know like they have all these these stories that like aren't gonna develop into like worthwhile you know let's let's do a run of this you know because there's got to be oh, like yeah. a bajillion and but so like they're so, like yeah. Once enough of those build up, they're like, hey, we have like 17 started ideas that are like really fun. Why don't we just throw them into one giant size or in the case of like Moon Knight, Black, White and Blood, you know, we'll do like a five run series telling these three stories each issue. Yeah, it's got to be cheaper, too. And the only reason I know that is because like or recently uh, I was doing a, a little bit of a contract thing. And, uh, like, I basically just took a contract, realized I didn't want to do any of the work from it, so I just went to Fiverr and hired somebody else to do the work. And, like, I feel like that's just what they're doing. It was like, Tony, like, I'm not going to go into detail what type of contract it was, but it was basically like, Tony, build this website. And I was like, I don't want to. So they paid me X dollars, and I paid someone on Fiverr x minus y dollars yeah 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 i paid someone x minus y dollars and sent it out and they're like this is great i'm like okay cool like thank you uh also just to let you know uh any future work can you can re contact my colleague this random guy on fiverr 
<laughs> if you're not doing it, you're not making money. That's on you. But like, I didn't, I didn't scam anybody. I paid a guy what he charged for his work, so I don't want to hear it. I've had this conversation a couple times this week. They're like, Tony, isn't that shitty? I'm like, hey, I didn't tell him. He's like, I'll build you a website for 200 bucks. I was like, okay, could you build this website? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. He did. Cool. 200 bucks. See you later, buddy. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, But that's what I feel like the comics are. They're just like, yo, let's just get like 40 people on Fiverr to write the story. And whatever sticks, we'll just draw. Or they like hire a writer. Like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like whoever, the whoever has the most karma on a Reddit post gets to gets to ink the next story, which means I can't wait for the next uh, Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor <laughs> drawn by... Oh, you mean the one that came out this week? <laughs> no, no one could possibly mean that because no one knew that. Oh, and last last comic to talk about, Avengers and Moon Girl. Anyone have any comments on that? No, I didn't. I No. The, no. There are more things I care about, and that one's not there. Oh, okay. So, uh, just like everybody else, nobody fucking read Avengers and Moon Girl. Phenomenal. Keep it going, world. Garbage comic. Uh, all right. I think that's it for this week. And like, obviously, there's there's like Venom Lethal Protector running and Avengers. Some cool stuff happening. Black Panther. Like some of the, but nothing like major is happening i expect black panther to start picking up a little bit in like the coming weeks because you know the whole movie thing and Mm -hmm. it is but next week is a fucking comic book week man all right so things you need to know about next week x-men 13 x-force 30 and axe death of mutants are the Axe Judgment titles. Yes, that's three. By my math, that is uh, $12 worth of comics, you know, or just one if you're just getting the actual Axe title and the other two you're just listening to us talk about. The finale of Banner of War, which I will be covering uh, Hulk number eight. I'm more interested in seeing what this set up than anything else. Uh, the new Daredevil 2, which we haven't been talking about. We might start. We'll figure that out. No one reads New Mutants. Uh, Strange 5. Weird. Wasn't Strange 4? Like, wasn't Clay Strange last week. last week or something? Like, less than seven days ago? So, like, they are trying uh, well, to get not rid of this. this. Not this past week, but the week before that. So, it'll be, like, two weeks in between Strange 4 and 5. Yeah, that's a... It still seems like a lot. Same thing with but Edge of Spider-Verse. Edge but they did Spider-verse go like a good, long good. time in between three and four. So it, it's like, it feels weird in like a rushed like output, but like, I feel like they could have just like, maybe they pushed know. four back. Like yeah. Maybe or four something. was delayed and they just kept the time for five. Hey, look, strange. The quite strange comics are really cool. Uh, but again, if you don't like Dr. Strange style comics, you are going to hate this one. Uh, I think Clay is a fun character, so I love when I see her. Uh, and I love it because, like, I don't know how old Clay is. Never have, never will. Because she's either 550 years old or, like, 27. No middle ground. No changes. Nothing. No options. Like, just, just, just able to rent cars or, like, 
remembers dinosaurs. That's the only two grounds. Uh, Edge of Spider-Verse 2 also coming out. Uh, and again, if you remember from the last one, that was like a series of, of random, almost, uh, what's the word? My brain completely fried. Uh, stories again, like, you know, like vignettes again, but it's like three stories yeah. in the last one. Uh, this one is Spider-Gwen, Spider-UK, and uh, what appears to be Mini-Spidey. Which is Ant-Man, Spider-Man. I'm not even making that up. It's an Ant-Spider. Yeah. Uh, it looks almost like Blackheart. And a, Yeah, and apparently uh, Khonshu and sh- someone named Shathra will be present. Uh, there is a variant of this that I will be picking up immediately. And if anyone knows how to look at variants you will know which one it is because uh i like me some gwen man like call me old-fashioned i like me them uh them crazy blondes uh what else we got especially fictional uh savage avengers 4 that's vinny's coming out this week I, Uh, i hope i hope it's picked up Deathlock's in it, so no. No. Uh, uh, Iron Cat, obviously, except this one seems to have her facing off against Iron Heart. So uh, for the first time, I am rooting for Iron Cat. Uh, Fortnite versus Marvel Zero War Three. Uh, a new X Men title, everybody. Everybody. A new X Men team. Relax, <laughs> everyone. They- uh. The new X-Men team, uh, X-Men Green. Because they had to round out the color chart. We don't have X-Men Blue anymore. Uh, I mean, no, we don't have it anymore, but like they still have it. I'm trying to just see who's in the team. Let's see. Uh, yeah, A okay. Dog? Number one comment. What even is this? Love it. This apparently is the finale of a... Uh, uh, digital comic featuring nature girl soren curse black mamba cypher warlock and a puppy and a puppy Honestly, I, I, i'm just sure. happy they're finally giving us the nature girl comic we've always wanted I'm no. just happy hey. there's a dog in it. <laughs> well, the good news is one of you idiots can read this because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I will not. I oh, refuse. On the same page? Okay. We're done. Yep. Like, well, it's... Can we just... Right. Can we just this is how like bad the this title's going to be. Can we just be like the audacity of these motherfuckers to give us a new X-Men title right now? Okay. But here's the thing. This title isn't even on the Axe reading list. So that means that's, that's how insane. far this is from like mattering the story that we're in. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. Wolverine's in it. That's how they're gonna sell this. Just like uh, Miss Marvel and Wolverine, or the last Ghost Rider with Wolverine. Like, thank God, Wolver- they're they're finally using Wolverine. You know, 
Even though they rarely a, use them. I have a hot take. Um, X-Men 92 is dog shit. Yes. It's, it was such a cool premise. It was, what if the X-Men from the 90s cartoon um, is like an alternate timeline? What if they were in charge of um, Krakoa and then storyline? And then they made it about Jubilee. That's not even the part of it that bothers me. It's just, it's an, it's an, you know what, you know me, you know what I'm about. I don't got to fucking repeat myself. If you have the nerve to play on my nostalgia, you better come correct. And they have not. And because of that, I, 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 I don't recommend anyone read X-Men 92, like pirate it. You know, like, don't. Yes, people worked really hard on this. They shouldn't have, because it never should have been allowed. Like, this shouldn't be allowed to continue. I didn't hire him. Uh, Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight issue one. Apparently, we were just going through the world of Ms. Marvel team-ups. You know what? Fuck it. I'm in. Uh, Ultraman? The Mystery of Ultra 7-1? Okay, whatever. You believe in yourself. And then Vinny's favorite thing of all time. Uh, without a doubt, nothing makes Vinny happier than what I'm about to say. Please say the words. Say them. Uh, you know what I'm about to say? Do it. I want to hear uh, it. The Avengers 1 million BC issue 1. Uh, uh-huh. uh, featuring Agamotto, uh, Ghost Rider, but it's like just a caveman. The first Iron Fist. Uh, Lady Phoenix, whose real name is Firehair. I didn't make that up. Uh, Laufey, like, like Loki's father. Odin. Uh, younger Thor from a million years ago. Younger Thor. It's you the know. birth of Thor, you know? Yeah. Uh, Phoenix That's- Force. Uh, the current star brand. The then star brand, not the current star brand. Uh, Black Panther from one million years ago. Uh, did I miss anything? There's a Hulk somewhere in there. No, that's Starbrand. Yeah, Starbrand. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, and this is the story of Thor's birth. So uh, it's very realistic that Avengers 1 million BC is Last just going to be... Uh, Odin doggy style fucking the Phoenix. You know what? That's how I can get behind. I'm in. Buy it. Uh. Although, okay, comment so far. <laughs> My favorite part about this is the probability uh, that they will completely change the perfectly fine uh, origin of Thor to something both unnecessary and in all likelihood worse. I love I love comic book readers, man. We're all pieces of shit, all of us. But like we we we'll spend 40 fucking words trying to prove that we are slightly better writers than some of these fucks. 
Oh, I love say. the armchair community. I love yeah, it. The, the comic, well, to be fair, like, fuck you. Make a good comic or we won't buy it. Remember that whole time that Marvel had to sell off all of its fucking IPs because they stopped writing good stories? When, remember that time? And then, you know, we ended up with uh, all of the movies we got that weren't good, but we were just so happy to see Daredevil that we accepted Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Uh, that's it. That's all you for mean the comics. Ben Affleck, you saved the Daredevil franchise? Say, one of the same, sir. One. Uh-huh, okay. Let's make sure we're talking about the same one. The same. I do want to talk about the variant for Hulk number eight with the Giga Chad looking Hulk face. I'm just looking at this right oh, now. It's the I'm one with right him against um, uh, Jane Foster, Thor. And he's just got the fucking. Yeah! Giga yeah! <laughs> ah, it's so cool! The Miko Suari uh, or CIN variant, right? Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying that. Yeah. Or Jeffrey Shaw, I think, is. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm not saying that. Oh, as a sorry, bad thing. the Shaw connecting variant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I fuck just... it. There's the Steve Dowderman Hellfire Gala variant that has She Hulk looking like a snack. Oh, that is one. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Quick, hold on. How do aside. I get this? How do I get this picture to be the image of our podcast? Hold on. Okay, it's saved to my desktop. Yeah, while well, uh, Tony's doing that, um, so right, cool. this is something I came across, and it's hilarious. Um, on Tinder, as part of the marketing campaign for heard about this, She-Hulk is whoever is part of it set up a She-Hulk profile um, for She-Hulk on this, where. It basically, it's like you probably won't match with this, but if you do, blah blah blah, and it's information about, or it's just like talking about She Hulk, and how then if you match pics? with her, how many dick pics did it get? How many dick I don't pics know. did people say? I don't to know because I Damn didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. But then if you match with her, it's just an advertisement saying, "Oh yeah, just go watch um, She Hulk live." And I'm like, "How? Like one? It's actually kind of smart because like." They kind of know their audience, sad, lonely men on Tinder. Um, but also, I was like, who who signed off so, on sir, this? Sir, sad, lonely men aren't on Tinder. Sad, lonely men are on Hinged. Sad, lonely women are on Tinder. No, I mean, if, if like you look at the Tinder demographics, it's like 62% men. Yes, but they're not sad and lonely. Not on yeah, Tinder. They no, they've moved. They're all on Hinge now. Or Bumble. There's no the great sadder, migration. There's no sadder man than a man on Bumble. I'm looking to meet a woman, but I'm gonna let her pick me. All right, dude. Have fun. Yeah. Have yeah. Fun, bro. Hey, Bumble, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna succeed in Bumble, you need three things: picture of abs. Doesn't have to be yours. Literally, doesn't matter. Picture of abs, right? Like picture of you standing, smiling, not looking like an asshole smiling next to a hundred thousand dollar car right and your profile has to include the phrase cannot wait i'm not joking i've done this i have catfished uh several people and then i said by the way everything about my profile is a scam uh please have a good and safe life 
uh, my profile, except one part of my profile, which is just looking for somebody to watch Hocus Pocus with all year round. Guaranteed. Bro, I that's would. it, everybody. If you're single, that's how you use Bumble, guys. Set yourself aside. Pretend you have abs and money and then want to watch Hocus Pocus, every woman in the world. Don't pretend to watch, want to watch Hocus Pocus. Pretend yeah. to have the other things. Actually want to watch Hocus Pocus. That's the fact. Because Hocus Pocus is a great movie. Um, yeah. mm, C. C tier. Vinny, we're, we're, that's how you get put back in the basement. That's how you get another Frappuccino full of nails. I like it. You know, it's damp and nice and... It's like a, it's like my own water fountain drips a lot down there, you know. Um, Yo, Penny, you get but, you've been getting the links I've been sending you. Yeah, I've been reading them. Okay, so uh, before we go into the next stage of this, I'm gonna let people know that I've been sending random links to GameStop toys because GameStop has like uh, a massive sale this week. One of them is a voice changing. Uh, Lord Zed helmet. I, I bought six. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It is. It, I'm not going to tell you how much it is. It is not enough money, right, for you to impulse buy it. But it's not so much money that uh you would have to like really panic if you did. So buy all of them. Yeah. Then there is um, a eight pound die cast pokemon ultra ball master ball quick ball and Pokeball. three other ball rep uh yeah and premier ball replica eight pounds think of how much like and it looks it's a full like it's i, I want to say life size but like pokeballs aren't real so like you know uh the worst part is it's not rated that high so i'm pretty sure it's like pretty shit yeah <laughs> it's like two and a half stars yeah, and then there is the uh, Hasbro Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, which features Donatello as the Black Ranger and Leonardo as the Blue Ranger. Uh, you are welcome. Completely. Like, go. Play. Have fun. Uh, um, I do want to make a quick announcement. I want my wife to find out through the podcast and not in person. Yeah. Since I have bought six of these Lord Zed helmets, we will no longer be able to afford a crib for the baby. Yeah, so fine. Just put just tape the Lord Zed helmets together and no. leave them yeah. floating. Uh, oh, no. I heard oh, her. No. I heard her yeah. in the background oh, and no. I saw Vinny's <laughs> mic muke. He was like, no, no. Oh no. No. <laughs> she she turned the corner, she's like, what? <laughs> Who is this? What is this ARC trooper? Oh, isn't that cool? Uh, that is really cool. It's always weird to see a Star Wars character not in, like, standard Light. whatever color. Like, like, Star like Stormtroopers, right? I see him in white. I see him in all black. Sometimes, like, the Snow Troopers or the Sand Troopers are, like, slightly different. This is, like, a black... This looks like the Gold Power Ranger. It's really cool. Uh, GameStop has a great sale. I'm not, we're not plugging them, but like, they have a great sale. So, if you like tchotchkes like I do, swing on down to GameStop and just steal it. Like, don't because just, it's against. Don't. Yeah, don't because it's against <laughs> don't, the law. But steal but it. Like, 
Like, I can't advocate for you to break the law, so I don't want you to break the law. But it's a possibility that you don't get caught. But it would still be something wrong. Like, you'll still... You'll still be doing something wrong. But if that doesn't matter to you, you know, then who cares? There are... Wait, hold on. There are nine GameStops... But I'm looking at the map at GameStop. There are nine GameStops within like 15 minutes of my house. That seems a little low. Yes, to that's that up. too many. That's too many games. There's too many. Game it stops. is like in an actual business. It is, but like for their business model, that seems like they went on the low side. One of them must have closed recently. Um. Dude, if I showed you a picture of the map. Like around no, the, I believe all, all it. the dots of GameStop, like you cannot see anything but GameStop dots on the map. Like it's just like the the more extended my area gets, like it's just like, oh, welcome to GameStop, home of the GameStop. Can I take your GameStop? Uh anyway, which means no matter where you are, you can buy a Lord Zen electronic voice changer helmet. Um and then you can wear it. Uh it is for the record, this item has 79 ratings and 4.7 stars, which means it's perfect. Uh, it is $91.99. As I said earlier, my baby will be sleeping in a Lord Zed helmet for the next six months. Uh, there you go. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. I'm reading the features. Squishy brain detailing. The top of the helmet is soft to simulate what it might feel like if you were an evil alien with an exposed brain, comma, like Lord Seth. <laughs> I don't know if the person who wrote this is brilliant or or absolutely ridiculously stupid. Well, see, it just shows it's child safe, you know? So, yeah, you just like that's how you know it's safe to lay your baby on top of that in place of a crib. Yeah, a newborn. Yeah. They got soft, squishy heads as well. So, and then when, like, it, when it cries, it just sounds like Lord Zed screaming <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much better. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing like, <laughs> like in the background. I have like guests over like what's that? Oh, that's just my baby. <laughs> yeah, you, have, like, you wake up in the middle of the night and you for the brief and moment just, like, come out of it, you forget <laughs> you forget about that and you're like, why is Lord Zed in my house? Oh my god, this is so fucking fun. Alright, 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 alright. So I've I've already saved the variant art of She-Hulk for my future life. Uh yeah. if I could upload any pictures, that's getting it. That's one of them. Uh okay, I'll take that too. And yeah, yeah so that's it. Like the the truth is there's not much. Like we know there's no TV shows. I think you guys said I am Groot or Groot Tales or Yeah, I am, I am Groot. It's I watched it's it. Five, it was fun. It's five little shorts. So like but and it's just picture or shorts of Baby Groot getting into, sh or not pictures, but episodes of like Baby Groot getting into shenanigans and being adorable. Um, yeah, they're like six minutes long. I think my only complaint with them is Disney Plus sets them, set them up all as separate titles, right? 
So wait, so it's, it's not yeah. like episode one, episode two, episode three. They're all titled differently, so therefore they're separate series. Oh, that's annoying. And so you have to like make sure you have to find them, and then like if you watch them all, it fills up your like feed of recently watched. So it's a little annoying in that end, but like that's really the big complaint for me. Like all right. everything was fine. It's Baby Groot running in shenanigans, you know. Yeah, hypothetically, if instead of like watching it on Disney Plus, which I definitely yeah. own and Arg. pay for. I watched it on uh, a different site like Disney Plus, um, but with Disney like, Minus. Yeah, we'll call mm-hmm. it like Disney Free. Disney. Maybe like <laughs> a place where movies can just be movies. If I were to go there. Would it be numbered? Like, would it be easier to watch than on Disney Plus's main app? Probably not. They 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 would probably have to upload it the same way, you know, like because they are titled different. I think it depends on the site. Some of them might yeah. be like, no, it's like they're like the same series. Hold on, let me just check really quick. Nope, one link for all. Oh, okay. Wow, interesting. Interesting that this is possible. Someone you know, with the but, brain. Wait, what, but it's very it's very interesting too, and it's not fair because you know, not every company with a website, right, has the hundreds of dollars it takes to host other people's content. So it's unfair to think that Disney would be able would, would be willing to spend hundreds uh, of dollars to you know, make their their client or their their application work as good as something that's done for free. I yeah, don't think it's uh, like they even have like they have like the collections on Disney Plus that they could have just been like, here's the I am group collection. And that would have been better. Um, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. That, that said. They're all adorable. Um, I w- I've I always so. said, I've always said that like the opening uh, scene of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two with Baby Groot dancing is like the Turing test to decide like future androids. Because if you don't think that thing was adorable as shit, then you're probably not a human being. Um, and that it's just that. There's one where he farts out a leaf, like so. Uh, this is the first time in my life I've ever seen what Donny Cates looks like. Oh, he looks cool. He's a cool looking dude. I want to make fun of him, but I can't. No. Like, he looks cool, man. Like, if, if you look at his wife as well, um, they have, like, yeah, the same aesthetic. Let me, okay, I'm gonna really quick look at Don, look at, let me just type that into internet. Donny Cates' <laughs> wife. Uh, artist Megan Hutchinson. Well, Tony's being a weird creep. They do. I did find- they do have the same exact aesthetic. Oh my yeah. god. Um. You know, uh, he put a code inside when he did when he was doing the artwork for Silver Surfer Black. Right. He left like. 
her name somewhere and it said like Megan or it said Hutchinson and it said one four three. Yeah, I love which is like yeah. yeah, which I didn't know about that and then like I never heard of that before. So yeah, he, like, because hit... you didn't grow up when T nine texting. All right, dude, that's why. Uh, whatever, I get it. You're fucking better than me. You know, you no, fucking live no, like sir. a caveman. No, sir. No. I did not mean to imply in any way that I was. No, no, you you've said <laughs> enough, Tony. Yeah, no, but like you have completely nailed. So I'm looking at a picture of him. It's gonna call it before, and I'm looking at a picture of him after meeting this woman, and like. I can only confirm to you that a good woman improves your fucking life because this dude looked like, like he had, his mustache was like 30 to 40% more pronounced than his beard was at any time. And his hair was fine. Like his hair was, he didn't look bad. He just, he looked like something. And then like he met this, this angel of a woman who was like, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but, like, you don't have to look normal. You can look cool. And he's like, what? And it, like, it looks like he lost weight. He styled his hair. He learned that his, like, a shadow is better than a patchy beard. Like, good on him. Good on this man. The love of a good partner. All aces all the time. Uh... And then there's another picture of him with a Captain America shirt in Texas looking like a putz. Oh, how do we, also, get, on how do we get on Tiny Cates? I don't know. I don't know any of sure Tony. For I sure. don't know. It's always, it's always Tony. Yeah, if we go on a far enough tangent, it's because I'm an idiot. Well, I mean, that was apparent. Um, I just didn't know if there was something that triggered it specifically. (laughs) Because we were talking about I I am Groot, and all of a sudden, Tony's just like, Donnie Donnie Cates! (laughs) Yes, Donnie Cates is the writer of the Hulk 8 comic. Gotcha. which I was looking at the variant covers, and then on the left the it was Giga a picture Chef? of yeah. Donny Cates, which I clicked, which brought me to this, which brought us to his cool wife, which brought us to uh, the entire conversation. Yeah. Oh no! Comment. I was thinking, damn, why haven't I read a new Hulk book in a while? Now I see why. Fuck you! This comic is great. Guy who has other opinion of me. How dare he! Doesn't he know you have a free podcast that anyone can listen to that we don't get paid to do? He should respect our opinion. For the love of you. This jerk Um, face. I mean, there was that Maestro series that just ended. It was fine. I I didn't finish the ending, but I was like, whatever. The coolest part of that was seeing, like, Old Man Doom and then... um, Namor just go absolutely insane. Everyone was just seeing Toro, to be honest. So, um, I will say this isn't so this is still Marvel, kind of like falls around with like Star Wars and all that. They just dropped uh Predator issue one, and I read it earlier, and it, it was pretty good. I'm, I'm actually Prey? pretty, 
I have not yet. Oh, it's worth watching. Yeah, I, I keep hearing great things. I've just been so busy. I've been meaning to watch it, so I was hoping to watch it maybe sometime. It like, is this either week. the second best Predator movie or the third best Predator movie, depending exclusively on what you think of Predator 2. Really? Yeah. Because Predator 1 good. was perfect. Because uh, of in its stupidity. If you think it's better than Predator 1, then clearly you don't have an opinion that I have to hold in any regard. <laughs> like, uh, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, that's like saying, like, you know what's better than, than, co- like, a Coke Zero? A delicious glass of ice water. It's like, all right, first of all, no. Ice water's fine. Coke Zero is a blessing. Don't, we don't compare them. Or like, hey, Tony, do you want, like, anything to drink, including pig urine or Fanta? It's like, no, pig urine's fine. I, it does not matter. Anything but, but Fanta. Thank you. Um, yeah, like Predator One was a perfect movie, but like Predator Prey, I'm sorry, Prey was really good, uh, all things considered. And when I say really good, please understand, they did not go into this movie being like, you know, what we need riveting dialogue, yeah, and 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 state of the art CGI. They did not go into it using that. They're like, you know, what really? we need, yeah. They're like, we need, a, we need like, a Predator movie. We need a Predator movie with like. A cool premise. So fast bear fight. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. A bear fight, and uh, a chick who you believe could be the main character, without trying to convince people she can one v one the predator, and they did it. They nailed it all. At no point in time are you. Did does the movie ever want you to believe that the main character, who is not Aubrey Plaza, um. Who Amber Midthunder is her name. Yes, she has a dope name. She's at, I feel like everyone in the movie is actually Native. Not they're not all Cherokee, but uh, yeah, I believe they're all Native American. I, mean, I think she's Sue. Um, yeah, but they it's it's so spoilers. The entire it's not spoilers. This is the premise of the movie. It takes place in the 1700s, uh, in America, and like the 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 entire like the natives were on the land so like it is interesting because it's not even taking place like this isn't what was the one where like we had to deal with olivia munn we've given too oh, much time the to olivia predator. Munn. The yeah we've given too much time to that woman she it, it's over are you saying we've, that you don't love her rendition of psylocke in the seminal classic comic book movie uh age of apocalypse i think we can all agree age of apocalypse is a classic but (laughs) truly olivia munn is what is i don't want to say what is who you cast when you either can't afford or can't convince uh what's 13's name from a house oh olivia wilde olivia wilde to do it when you can't convince her when you're like we need someone hot but like we don't have enough money for like really hot 
They're like, what about vaguely ethnic hot? She was on G4. The nerds love her. We don't. What about that time? We, we don't care. And again, like, I didn't think J-Law was a good actress. And then she became a really good actress. Like, enough time, enough movies, enough effort. J uh Jennifer Lawrence was became phenomenal. Like what was the one where she was doing the QVC thing? Was it Joy? I don't remember. That one was great. That movie was actually phenomenal. But then like every time I see Olivia Munn in a movie, I'm like, mm-hmm. Yep. Megan Fox didn't want it. Too too <laughs> expensive. Too expensive. Megan Fox. Yeah. Megan Fox decided she will only do movies that let people show her thumbs now. Okay. You know, like uh, and if anyone doesn't know, please Google Fox make Google Megan Fox's thumbs. You're welcome. Um, um, on the Predator thing, is that why we're seeing so many like Predator variants this week? Because I was just yeah. looking through the Predator variants, and I was like, "All right, that's one Predator variant, yep. and another one." Yep. Yeah. Nail, nail, nailed it on the head. Uh, that so they're starting. Prey is, Prey is rebooting because everything's a fucking reboot, right? Like everything's a I reboot. Mean, yeah. The problem is they're rebooting stories and telling worse stories, and then writing and 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 making shittier movies. Not everything. Prey, Prey was phenomenal. I'm pleased, but like they're rebooting everything. They're telling worse stories, like whatever they are, and then they're adding like one thing. They're like, there's a gay guy in it. And they're like, if people don't like it, we'll just say it's because of the gay guy. And three people posted on Twitter that they don't like gay guys. That's it. It's the three Twitter bots that that, that make up 70% of the viewer base that they're all racist. Everyone. You know, there's a female lead and the movie was poorly written, but it's because people don't trust female leads. Really? Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just such an easy cop-out now to do in Hollywood that it's just so easy to not pay for movies anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I feel bad because the risks, like, no one's working and, like, the industry's going to die and it should be dead already, but they're just trying. But, like, it doesn't matter because you're going to come out, you're going to put out a dog shit movie with poor writing, with nothing going on, unfinished CGI, whatever you want to call it, and then you're going to add, like, one pseudo-quote progressive thing to the movie uh, or, like, and it doesn't have to be adding anything. Like, dude, there have been female leads in all different types of movies for, like, 55 years now, easily. And that this like, no, man, no one wants to watch, uh, you know, no one wants to watch a spy drama led by women. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I can't think of any, ever. I can. Um, Like, it, you know, like, it, but it doesn't matter because the world, it's easy to blame people and then get, like, the Twitter machine running to claim it and then you go to rotten tomatoes and it's like what do the reviews say well uh it doesn't matter we talked about this last week didn't we yeah yeah it's like what do the reviews say well it doesn't matter because nobody's gonna agree unless it's the chippendale movie then everyone's like this movie's perfect change nothing chippendale rescue rangers chippendale best movie of the year that yeah, should it should win awards it should win awards it's perfect movie it i haven't heard one wrong. person who's like you know i wasn't really feeling chippendale no one said that yeah, if you saw Everyone's Chip like, and Dale, the only person like, that said that is a person who hasn't seen it. You, yeah, it's S. If you saw that movie and saw it, you're just saying that because you want to be different. Like, there's no way. Yeah, you I'm it. edgy. Chippendale's yeah, bad. You might not think it's it's again. You might not. I'm being like facetious. Like, it's not a perfect movie. 
but like it's very fun it's enjoyable the story is actually like fine like they they told a decent story. A story yeah yeah and like it there's there's not any like glaring obviously potholes there's not any like like the cgi is fine like it, it's fine for what it, it's what's purposely going on. bad though but like it's it, they fit it into the story yeah. of like why it's bad in some areas and why yeah. it's good in others like, well they yeah but it, 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 it's literally purposely bad you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. that's why it's fun it's got uh, ugly sonic and it's... yes it has ugly sonic and his name is ugly Sonic. oh my god i love that movie so much we talked about yeah. this like three podcasts or five podcasts ago and a million like, podcasts ago at this point because like i think i feel like we can't yeah, go that was season one time. we're on season two yeah i don't remember <laughs> so it's not for me bro i rewatched kenobi i'm sorry i just want to say this i rewatched kenobi and i'm like why is Disney Plus now like incapable of of telling a story over six episodes? Like, what are they doing? Because Kenobi was fin- another series that was like, "Wow, this is great," except there's so much dead air. Like, the entire Riva arc could have been like wrapped up in the first three episodes. We did not oh, yeah. need. Like again, this was another four it, episode show that like they stretched on to six episodes moon knight kind of felt that way but i like after honestly they only it, felt like, like one filler episode in the yeah. night and even then it didn't even feel like a full filler episode it just felt like maybe 20 or 30 total minutes mo- over two episodes that probably could have been like Cut and I'm like, what are they gonna do? Just it was fine. Ms. Marvel definitely two filler episodes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, she went back in time and saved her grandma. No. Why? It's cool. It's not cool, and you're not cool for thinking it's cool, and no one will ever think you're cool. But no. So with like, She-Hulk coming out this week, it's supposed to be branded as a 30-minute comedy show, and I'm I'm on the fence until we see it on whether or not that's going to be like a good thing or hurt it. Like well, I'm none hoping... of them had a bad opening episode, right? I don't believe yeah. any of them. Like Moon Knight had a phenomenal opening episode. Ms. Marvel's was Marvel. oh, perfect. Ms. Marvel's episode one was probably the best episode in the entire series. Um, Did you know it's the really lowest good. watched Disney like Marvel show on Disney Plus? Yeah. Uh, but really? I think I think it was not enough people giving it a chance or they oh, were turned off turned off by like the power change and i guess that would fall under the not giving it a chance but like if any uh, if any of you out there listening haven't given miss marvel a chance because of something like they changed the powers i highly recommend you at least like watch, watch the epi- first watch. 20 minutes watch all of the first three episodes then the first 20 minutes of episode four and the last 20 minutes of episode five you get and to then, skip all that middle yeah. stuff. It's literally only like four, four and a half episodes. Four and a half episodes. And it's a completely concise, reasonable. There's only one flaw in everything I cut. And it's the fact that they implied she's a mutant. That's the only yeah. flaw. And that's my opinion. And I know it's my opinion. And I'm willing to accept that other people are okay with it because that's fine. But like. 
it was a really good show. Yeah, filled with great characters. Fun. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I I did read the the it's the lowest, and that just made me sad because like that's one of the things that's made me sad about Phase Four is like it wasn't the best, but like I'm kind of glad that they took chances and not all of them paid off. But like I would hope that I would rather them take chances than just push out the same format movie over and over again. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna so, I'm gonna stop you for one second. I'm not gonna yeah. take it over. I'm just gonna say I really want to, to make an opinion known that there is a difference between taking chances, right? And like writing a shit story. So like I think they started chances, out Yes, I think they started out with like trying to take chances by like, what if we did like a horror movie, but then we don't give Sam Raimi the ability to do a full horror movie. Or like, what if we did like a rom-com with Love and Thunder, but then like it just became this weird mishmash. What if we did um, whatever, you know, like a Kung Fu movie, but then we toned back and then did the same formulaic formulaic ending with Shang-Chi and like, there was there was the start, and I think that's like there you know, was where nowhere was. near enough kung fu in Shang Chi, except for the beginning, which is like one of my favorite openings of any Marvel movie. I thought that was brilliant. Um, but I agree with you; there needed to be more. And I feel like the end of Shang Chi was like the worst part of the whole movie, aside from the fact that it had Aquafina in it. Um, wow! Wow! <laughs> I I do not like Aquafina, uh, and. But like, so like, I'm I I'm, I hope that with like this thirty minute formulaic episode or like comedy that they're trying to do, it won't there won't be filler because. But we'll have to see starting next week. Really, I hope that when Daredevil comes out and it's eighteen episode long season, that we don't have like. 12 episodes of nonsense filler. I hope secretly it's actually, it's all a, uh, a misdirection. It's iron fist. And then we get 16 episodes of filler of just iron fist smoking weed in his apartment. Cause he got a Netflix deal. You know, what's funny is I got like immediately super angry because I thought you said iron heart. Oh, no, no, no. I swear to God, I was like, is Vinny intentionally trying to trigger me? And then you were like, Iron Fist smoking me. And I was like, no, yes. Finn Jones. But get me Finn Jones. Finn Jones just door dashing like different Mexican places. He's like, I want tacos from here now. Like, we're we're, we're getting a third Taqueria Los Garros near me. And I mean, both of those things. Everything I said, third Taqueria Los Garros near me i can go to gamestop and a taqueria los garros in any of three directions like leaving my house <laughs> that's how excited i am and if you don't know what that is you're wrong taqueria los garros is the only place that has the 30 for 30 which is 30 is ta- 30 tacos for 30 dollars jesus christ ask me a question about the tacos because there's no question you can ask that doesn't make those tacos sound delicious. Like, 
You are, should, they uh, micro- are they microwavable mini tacos? Absolutely not. They are tacos. They are tacos made of taco stuff. And you have to choose uh, three different meats. So uh, you're not just forced to get all chicken. It's like chicken, steak, alpha store, whatever you want. Alpha store, of course, being the greatest. Uh, you, good. You should take. Um, you should go there, get a thirty for thirty, then go to all nine game stops near you, and I'm sorry, see. If you... I'm, I'm so high from being Iron Fist right now that I just realized I completely shit on Josh. I'm sorry, Josh. Oh no, you're <laughs> <laughs> like I'm realizing. Like I'm the Iron Fist in this story. You are. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, like I. It goes to like what you were talking about, though, is that, you know, it does seem like at least with She-Hulk and Daredevil, those are the kind of the only two that we have like concrete, you know, knowings about is like they are trying to, I guess, get away from that weird six episode, you know, 45 minute long with like two episodes of filler structure. I imagine it's hard to write a movie. Right? I imagine it's hard to write a movie. I Let me clarify. I imagine at one point... No. I imagine it's I hard to, to imagine write a movie. I imagine at TV one show. point... It was harder to be hired to write a movie than it was to write a movie. Uh, and now I feel like it's easier to be hired to write a TV show or a movie because Netflix has literally created a thousand new directors and screenwriters that didn't exist. And every month there's a uh, uh, 40 new directors and screenwriters for whatever goddamn fucking garbage they're putting out or hulu's putting out um so i think that now that there's people who are like no i'm an established screenwriter would you write oh i wrote uh two dogs fucking in a back alley uh it was the most watched thing on netflix uh on july 7th 2019 from 4 13 p.m to 4 13 and a half p.m like and you're like, wow, that's that's nailed it. How many views did it get? Almost three. Amazing. And everything else? Nope, nobody else. The entire server was down except one server, and it was me watching my show. Like, it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, anybody's a writer, so, like, I just... And you saw it. Like, Chloe Zhao's a phenomenal director, but she can't do Marvel movies. And uh, Sam Raimi, I love dearly. And I think he did as best as he could, but he can't do Marvel movies. And That's problem, not true. He's, I think the Spider-Man movies, except for three, were great. Like okay. Spider-Man 1 and 2. I'm going to say something as politely as I possibly can. Not even going into, like, did I like something doesn't make it great. I'm saying I think they were good Marvel movies. I'm just going to ask you a question. And there's a there there are two completely different answers, and there's nothing right or wrong about any. But right now, if you were given the option of any type of pizza or pepperoni pizza, 
what would you choose? Any type of pizza. Is that because pepperoni pizza is very interesting when you're new to pizza with undeveloped taste buds? And still fine, but now you can get literally anything on pizza, and therefore your taste buds have kind of evolved, and it's a little bit easier to try different things, like sausage or pineapple, which I don't recommend, but I know some people like, or anything else. Um, that is the the core of what we're talking about. It's not saying pepperoni pizza is bad. It's saying pepperoni pizza is basic. It is very simple. It is. But Marvel it is, movies are basic. Like, yes, they are basic. Like that's but what happened with I the Eternals. I want you to tell me that any of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films can compare to Avengers. The Avengers. Any Avengers movie actually. Pick it. Any Sam I would Raimi say Spider-Man film... 2 can compare to Age of Ultron. I Spider-Man 2 can compare to even freaking um the first Avengers movie. You have no. not seen Spider-Man 2. Rewatch it. We are going to rewatch Spider-Man 2 next I week. have seen I own Spider-Man 2 like recently? Yes. You've recently rewatch how recently? Like when they put them on Netflix because like just within the last week cuz I was like oh shit they're on Netflix. You've recently rewatched Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And you're saying that that move that the pie tasting so good yeah that's scarred in my brain never forgetting it that james franco is capable of being in a movie and that movie isn't already worse i'm not saying it was a bad movie i'm saying it's pepperoni pepperoni pizza if it's on you'll watch it and i'm not saying marvel movies are high cinema not even close but there is a massive degree you know what the best comparison i can give you right now the difference between uh the comics we're reading like the difference between asm7 and uh uh axe judgment no axe judgment asm7 has a cool character and a kind of weak story and axe judgment just dropped a a-bomb they are not the same. They are different types. Yeah, I'm not, not saying Spider-Man 2 is compared to, like, Infinity War or Endgame or even no, fucking um, no, Spider-Man. No, I agree. Home. Like. I agree. I'm, like, I'm not saying it's like a bad movie, but Iron different Man? times. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 was the best super hitman, superhero, sorry, not Superman, superhero movie we had that entire generation like that era it was the best it's still come take it to any other movie what other like pre-iron man better than the x-men movie guaranteed yeah better I, than but X- i'm saying you could take it to like any of phase one and i would say that it would hold up so uh, like iron man forgiving Thor, the, forgiving the cgi i would agree with you I would agree that it's it's yeah, but that that that's that's just like, like forgiving it, yeah. A, a, a time you know difference. Like you can't compare you know Infinity War to Spider Man Two because there was twenty years 
in between uh, technology, but yeah. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Forgiving that, yes, I agree. Um, I think it was, I th- and it was a well-written movie, and and for what it's worth, but at the same time, it's the sequel to the movie that he got to write about the characters that he chose and wasn't pressured by the studio. And guess what happened? We have history to show this. And if you ask him, he'll tell you because he's done interviews about it. What happened when the studio pressured him to put Venom in Spider-Man yeah. 3? Like, Yeah, that's why I'm saying outside of like I was talking about just Spider-Man 1 and 2 because we all, I won't go so far as to say Spider-Man 3 is a good movie in any way. Movie. Um, no, but that was my point. My point was Sam Raimi is great, but he can't do the Marvel movie because the Marvel movie takes so much creative control. And this isn't new. So anybody who's right now like Marvel needs to loosen up, fuck you. Because they don't, because this is what happens when they loosen the fucking purse strings. They already got rid of Edgar Wright, who I believe is one of the greatest directors and writers we have. Yeah, because he was supposed to do Ant-Man, right? Yes, and like... Marvel doesn't need Marvel needs someone who's willing to work within their <laughs> parameters. Maybe their parameters can become a little bit more flexible, but Sam Raimi cannot work under the parameters that they gave him and we saw that in in um Doctor Strange. Thor. Yeah, sorry Doctor Strange. Thor Taika Waititi can work it. It just so happens he seems to have made like the same movie kind of twice. Although I yeah. do think Love and Thunder was it's way better. Arguably the best Marvel movie of Phase Four. Oh, uh, um, that's without a doubt. I I think so. so. Like, hold on. When you say Marvel movie, we're like we're talking about that. No, but I'm saying like, are we counting No Way Home as? Bro, No Way Home was not better than this. Then Love and Thunder? Oh, uh, No Way Home was better than this. Yeah, absolutely better than Love and Thunder. Yeah, they were they were close and I I say they're close enough that I'm not going to fight either of this. Like yeah. I think No Way Home was but, phenomenal, but I also feel like they leaned a little bit heavier. Like I No Way Home was great. It was great, no but way, I felt like it was more nostalgia. No Way I Home think, had a lot of unfinished CGI that you you forgive yeah. on the first viewing. No Way Home also kind of like played the remember this guy card a little yeah. bit more. And but I mean, the story that was like also, a little for it, but it was okay. It did like it that didn't was matter. All it was of fun. the joke that was like all of Love and Thunder was like, remember this joke from Ragnarok? And I'm not saying like this is a, a slight against Love and Thunder because no. I also enjoyed it. I'm just saying like, yeah, like that was I feel like, I, like Love said, and Thunder. There was yeah. about 45 minutes of cut material, like just laying out there that would have turned yeah. it from like a good movie into like the movie we all wanted. You also have to remember two incredibly important things. And by remember, I mean no. Because if you don't know this, then you can't remember it. But if you've heard it before, like you've listened to me or anything else, you might not remember it off the top. It is a million percent and that is an exaggeration but not a great one cheaper 
to make a movie for a streaming service than it is for a theatrical release. Period. Yeah. Like, and and you don't think like what's the same thing, isn't it? No. No. It is not. It is the cost of advertisement, and you will make more money in the box office at the like whatever it costs to make a movie. I'm not joking. Whatever it costs to make a movie, double it, and that's roughly the advertising budget of the movie. That's an old trick from a long time ago. And is not is it a hundred percent accurate? No, but it's significantly more accurate than you think. The advertising budget is not the same as the cost of the movie because every single movie is its own company. It's its own movie studio. The advertising budget is paid for by the parent studio. So that's why when it says like this movie costs us $32 million to make, that's how much the studio LLC, Thor Love and Thunder LLC, paid or whatever it was to, to make it. That's how movie business work. You can Google it, please. If you don't believe me, check it out. Um, so when they're making these movies, like it costs so much more for theatrical release. They have to do negotiations. They have to do shipping time. And most importantly, and I cannot stress this enough, timing. The, um, the, the, vol- the length of the movie is limited by the theater runtime. Because a theater will not air a movie unless it can air it at X different intervals. And Marvel won't let you air their their movies unless you're playing in x different theaters or showings at a time so because of that combination it's ruined the rest of the industry for everybody else because now marvel can be like yeah our movie's going to be three hours and they're like okay well now three of our studios are locked down at in at different at slightly different intervals for nine hours or something we can only do this many showings instead of this many showings you know so we're losing out when you release a movie on disney plus or a tv show on disney plus why are you why the fuck are you making a 45 minute or even 60 minute episode you could just be like there should be nothing on the cutting room floor you should just be like, this is our thoughts, record it, this is where we have the stops, and if like we need to cut, fill some ADR or some extra scenes, fuck it, just get the people back in, we'll film it, you know, like, no problem. They, they, can, they could literally put out hour and a half long episodes of TV shows, because TV shows are 100% cheaper than uh, movies are to make, and... When you look at them from a release structure of like a digital platform, they're like so much cheaper because you have all your in-house shit. Are they like 50% cheaper? I don't think so. But like at that point, it doesn't matter. So when you're doing like TV shows or theatrical releases, all the companies right now are trying to figure out how do we stop releasing movies in theaters, right? Like how do we stop doing this? This is a waste of our time. Putting this on a file... And what, like, their piracy is the same no matter what. Like, it doesn't make a difference. So they're like, yeah, like, the movie theater pays us flat rate plus per ticket sale, right? Like, they don't make it up. So, like, 
they can they can't keep track of when theaters are scamming them which is totally possible <laughs> especially the smaller theaters they could be like yeah we're selling tickets but we only sold 30 tickets like that was kind of one of the issues that was running up which is why they were like this is how many studios you have to play. This is how many showings and stuff like that. Because smaller studios was let, were, were going to Marvel Studios and being like, "Yeah, you know, we didn't uh, we didn't really sell out because you're charging too much. We uh we charge twelve dollars a ticket. None of our showings were sold out." And they're like, "Bull fucking shit!" And they would send people to watch the theaters in like small towns and realize like, "Oh shit." That's how I used to get like my my screeners and shit. I used to get them from those those places. Uh, so that's what, what I would see movies a little bit early. So that was crazy and they had to do it. So like the entire thing, they're trying to move to like, yeah, let's get everybody subscribed to Disney Plus. Then they're just raising the prices, aren't they? Didn't they announce they're going to like $10.99 a month now? Which like I said like three weeks after and on stream, I was like, oh yeah, no, there's no way they're staying at $8. They're competing with Netflix. And they're always going to be competing with Netflix. And whenever Netflix raise their prices, Disney Plus is going to raise their price, but it's, it's still going to be cheaper than Netflix. Because once you're in, you're never going to leave Disney Plus. Because you're going to be like, well, I, I guess, because you're going to forget to fucking cancel it. Subscription yeah. services are the absolute greatest scam of all time. Oh, yeah. Put it on my credit card. Cool. How much did you pay this month? Oh, shit. I paid $75 in subscription <laughs> services. Yeah. Yeah, how'd that work out? So, like... And yeah, people, like, you only cancel something when you're mad at it, and even then, how long do you stay canceled for it? And so the that's next not thing even, that you want to see... That's not even the business model anymore, dude. The biz, They yeah. don't give a shit. Guess what? If you have if you have AT&T, congratulations. Uh, you have uh, HBO Go. And HBO if you have... Yeah. HBO Max, whatever. And if you have uh, Verizon... Well, then you're getting Hulu, right? You're getting, you have Hulu now. Uh, and if you have like uh, T-Mobile, you get Netflix for like $2 yep. a month. Why? Because they realized the same thing everyone else did. There's no reason to sell directly to consumers when we can sell to the companies and let them offshoot. And like, we'll, the company will give us a, like a fat bonus ahead of time and we'll just... Like, they could charge whatever they fucking want. We don't give a shit. And we'll just re-sign when we, they realize, like, wow, people who have, you know, Verizon really like the free Hulu account. Like, it's super popular. Cool, it costs more now. Well, we're not going to pay more. Okay, we'll just go to, like, somebody else then. Oh, no, wait. Then they're going to yeah. be really pissed. And then, the, like, it's a, that's the way it's going to work. Like, business to consumer is never the end goal. The end goal is business to business. So the other business can go to a consumer, you know, like that's the reason why they have different accounts, but we're not going to see that. And like, we are going to, we're entering a stage of Marvel where like they were trying a whole bunch of new shit, like you said, and I'd rather see them try new stuff than, yeah. than not. Like, I'd rather see that than just watch the same movie over and over, of course. But like, what did you risk? Oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's a hard question to answer when we're still in the thick of it. Yeah, I think it's, we're gonna, we'll find out 
what they risked uh, when we see like the return numbers on like phase five stuff, you know, yeah. like that. Like, what did you risk? You, you, I you mean, risk. but the risk wasn't Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness, a horror style movie. Yeah. It was a poorly done horror style movie. The risk wasn't Ms. Marvel going to TV. It was making massive changes to her lore and then shoving it down people's throats. Hey, you know what's interesting? Do you remember the Star Wars show, The Last Jedi? What did they risk? You risked pissing off the fans that made Star Wars worth four billion fucking dollars. That's how much they paid for it. You missed pissing off the fans by insulting them. And I've recently rewatched The Last Jedi, and I'm telling you, and I repeat this a thousand times, some same thing I say with the prequels. In that movie was a phenomenal movie bogged down by the arrogance of a good director trying to make his mark. And in the immortal words of J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man 1, <laughs> he doesn't want to be famous. I'll he make wouldn't him wear a infamous. I'll make him infamous. Ryan Johnson will live in infamy as the guy who fucked up the layup. That's it. That's it. He, that's who he is. And he had some brilliant scenes in that movie. Right? That fight room scene, I think. That fight room best, scene was the best scene room, I've ever heard. Yeah, room. when they were that fighting the, uh, fight the army. Yeah. And the one end of, the of that scene, highest spot I've ever seen. Yeah. Because it wasn't like um, stupid scripted. It was just well done. It was a believable fight. Except for the fact that Rey, uh, still at that point, had absolutely no fucking training. But she was skilled at combating. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Star Wars. I hate getting into Star Wars. Because I can talk about Star Wars for fucking ever, and I don't want to bore anybody. I mean, uh, it's, it's so like going back to your point though, it's like of what they risked. It's hard to say yes. because like even Thor: Love and Thunder, who like we enjoyed it, but like as a whole seems to be like pretty panned right now. Still, just crossed seven hundred million dollars in box office, bo worldwide box office. Bo oh my god, I can't box office revenue. Thank you for the fourth time. Um, and that that was with the mark movie not even being Holy released. Shit. Yeah. Well, also you have to realize that movie wasn't released in a lot of markets because of the content of the movie, and it still made seven hundred million dollars. What content in the movie? The the like gay characters and stuff like that. There were no gay characters in the movie. But it did it still didn't get released in certain areas or because they wouldn't get edited out. So like still made seven hundred million dollars. Are there people that think Korg is gay and Korg's? Flip? Yeah, people think Korg's gay. Okay. And like, and you're like, not gay if your yeah. entire species is a gender made of rocks. Because yeah. your sexuality cannot be hetero or homosexuality because there's no alternative. You are just asexual. Yeah, you just reproduce with rocks. There's no if there are no females, you can't be gay. Like the, so. you're not gay you're just there are no females there are no males then there's no reason to have that they don't like what stupid fucking dumb and it, yeah so but like so we're not going to be able to see the risks right now like even with 
you know, like there's the movies are still, it's like what's going to happen with the movies that come after. And like I said, I think Ant-Man and Quantumania is going to be the stress test. And we'll just have to wait till February for that. Who the fuck does IMDb think they are? <laughs> Who the fuck? I just clicked the button and they're like, would you like to subscribe to IMDb Pro? No. Who the fuck do you think you are that you're getting any money from me, IMDb? You, I, have, I don't run an ad blocker on this. I'll, I'll let you run your ads. What are you offering me? Oh, the information you want, bro. I will get that information. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. What is here? Franchise rankings. Okay, I want to see more about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Give me a second. Oh, no. Literally all of their box office mojo data, you know, the most important and interesting data is gated behind me giving them money. Garb, you're garbage. You are so garbage. No, I'm just looking at. So Thor: Love and Thunder is 720 million worldwide. Yeah, and they're they're even hiding the budget to those. Oh God, what a piece of shit. Uh, I don't think it's a very profitable movie for them. Um, No, no, like that movie cost them way too much money. Yeah, I think it probably cost them somewhere north of 300. Doctor Strange like, almost broke a billion. That's not bad. It did. Yeah. They, for the record, all of these movies, with the exception of like Shang-Chi and the Eternals, because they were very, very high risk, should have crushed a billion. You know what I mean? Like Doctor Strange 2 should have crushed a billion. Thor, t- Thor 4 should have crushed a billion. Like... You know, 411 million domestic, 543 international. Uh, let me just check. Oh, no China? Did neither of them have a China release? That's what I'm saying is like, that's 700 million without a China release. If you get a China release on a movie, that instantly adds like 500 million onto it. It's not that much, but it is a lot. Um, cause what's the last Marvel movie that was released in China? Mm, I don't know, actually. I guess it's gonna be, uh, Shang-Chi. That's racist. That's a pretty safe answer. I wouldn't call it racist. Uh, I think it's safe just because of the contents yeah, no, 100%. of the movie. I I had to stand my ground on that one. I was like, no, that's that's a safe market. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh it was not released in China. What? Was Black Widow? That Black Widow wasn't released. <laughs> it wasn't released. Yeah, I okay. saw it in theaters. No, you didn't. I did. Okay. No, you I saw, saw it on no, a shitty plane ride. 
and somebody plugged their laptop into the projector and put it on Disney Plus. That's what happened. Um, so Black okay. Widow made Here, 379 got... million theatrical release worldwide. Uh, and it does not seem to have a Chinese release. Maybe, I got I got maybe... the answer. Yes, sir. What is the answer? Since 2019's Spider-Man Far From Home, no Marvel movie has been released in China. Okay. Alright, then I'm gonna go to Spider-Man Far From Home, which was arguably Far Wait. From Home? Or Far No from Way home. home. Far From Home. No Way Home wasn't released in China? It was not. Far From Home was the last one. China was worth 200 mil. Because um, No Way Home was like ended up being one of the like highest. I think yeah. it's like the seventh highest grossing movie of all time. It's up there. Yeah, it, it's almost it, two like, billion. It's oh, it was, it was a yeah. movie, man. Also, like whatever, and I mean whatever Tom Holland wants to do. Like Tom, Ho- we're all in agreement. Tom Holland could just go away and we'd be like, no, I get it. He's got to be worth like, he's got to be worth a couple hundred mil at this point. Oh, yeah. So, all right. It says if Spider-Man would have been released, uh, no, no way home would have been released. They would have probably hit two million in the box office globally. You mean two billion? Two billion. billion global box office. It was huge. Yeah, it would hit two billion, like over two billion. And China wasn't even involved. It's crazy. It was a very good movie. Sony is fucked. Sony is so irreparable. They have to run. They can never go back. (laughs) Papa, (laughs) what do we do next? I mean, you look at you look at No Way Home. It is the third highest movie of all time. Yeah, their immediate follow up is Morbius, and if you want to talk about whiplash yeah so Uh-oh. none of the phase four movies are, have been allowed in china so far hmm uh what the fuck i guess is china's market doing first of all i'm not make talking about china in any way about anything else i'm just interested because china's been doing some shit so like uh, china if you're listening sponsor us we'll uh we'll promote whatever you want uh, yes. China, I don't think you understand something uh, that I will tell all you all. Uh, for 1.9 million American dollars a podcast, we will say whatever you want us to. We'll even speak Chinese. No. We will learn the language. There's no reason to. I'll translate it. There's no reason for us in English and to and living in America to speak they know they don't give a shit they don't want us to talk to us they want us to talk to other people and say whatever I'm saying, shit, if like, they want something. it like, like i'll translate in french if we need to yeah like, our I price don't... is 1.9 million 10 mm-hmm. of what spider-man no way home made per podcast we will say whatever so. we will mention once per podcast like and something about nepal like we don't get like it doesn't matter but yeah, yes, it's yeah. a terrible fucking thing. And like, okay, cool. But 1.9 million per podcast. Unless you guys don't <laughs> think it is, then we also you know. agree. Yeah. Yeah. And if my podcast <laughs> had any way of fixing the problem with Nepal, that's one thing, but it definitely has no way of making it worse. 
or Taiwan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely not making anything worse. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, get fucked. Um, China, pass. We could definitely fix it. Don't worry. I, everything I Why? just said was wrong. <laughs> Give some of that China money. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely not the 100 acre woods, no matter what anybody says. Pay us. Nope. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just looking through other stuff. Like, I think the only other thing to really talk about is the crushing news that was delivered this week about Midnight yeah. Suns. Yeah, that sounds like a So, point. I. This Can one, I interrupt this one you hurt. before you start? Yeah, go ahead. Jurassic World Dominion made money in the box office, which Gross. can only prove the point that we as a society suck. I didn't even watch that. I was like, there's no point. It was, it was dog shit. Anyway, please continue, mm-hmm. Josh. I apologize. Oh, so, yeah, this week uh, we got the crushing news. And it's it's like a two-fold punch, really. Um, one, we got the news that Midnight Suns, which is the upcoming, you know, tactical turn-based RPG uh set in the Marvel universe revolving around the loosely around the Midnight Suns storyline, uh, which was supposed to come out in like a month and a half, has now been pushed back to an unknown release date uh sometime this fiscal year and their fiscal year year um and march march yeah 2023 so sometime between now and then we will get the release of the game but wait there's more we're not getting the full release of the game so any of you people you know who haven't been fortunate enough to snag a playstation 5 or an xbox one or you know if you're on pc you're you're fine but any people on the X or sorry on the Xbox Series X, I don't know what the Xbox names are anymore. Um, once they stopped using numbers, it got harder to track. But um, the Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and Nintendo Switch versions are going to come out at an undisclosed later date. Um, Great. Yeah. So you know they were all supposed to originally launch side by side in October. And now they're getting pushed back to an unknown date. And what's really weird is that they had set the release date for this. And they had started their full marketing campaign. Like each week for the last couple of weeks since, uh, I don't know, when was that? Uh, The PlayStation? No, it wasn't that. But like since they kind of set the release date, they've been doing like character you know, profiles like where one week they just kind of showcase the character as they're going to be in the game. And everything that they showed looked like product for a finished game. Um, And it looked good and it got people talking and engaging. And I had already been excited about this, but then I saw like this, the Doctor Strange, like spell casting animations. And I got even more hyped and they even made Captain Marvel look great. And this week was Wolverine's. And here's the thing. They announced this uh, late last week, and they're still going forward with the same campaign, which means eventually they're going to run out of characters to do, and then it's just going to be silence as they we wait for this game at an undisclosed time. And I don't know. I'm frustrated by this. Like, this is the, the, this game was supposed to come out in March of this year, 
and then it got pushed back and then we got a release date and now it's getting pushed back again. And I understand that everyone kind of wants to avoid the cyberpunk, you know, problem of like they pushed out uh, an unfinished game, but like it wasn't unfinished. It, cyberpunk it was, was a, a cyberpunk was only yeah. unfinished on console. Yeah, cyberpunk but what I'm saying is fine for PC. But what I'm saying is this is not anywhere near I a, a, the technological feat that Cyberpunk was trying to pull off, which was this living, breathing like what is What's the name causing. Uh, I think this it's done. It's being done by Take Two. No, it's uh, Fraxis. Fraxis, and then Take Two is publishing it. So it's the company that did the XCOM games. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Just making sure it is Fraxis. Yeah. F I R. Yeah. I. I've worked for Fraxis, sir. I. Yeah. I'm familiar. But like, I don't know how you got to like this far in. And then all of a sudden, you know, five weeks before the game was supposed to come out, have to then immediately pull the plug. And it's not even like, oh, we're pushing it back to insert hard date here. It's this nebulous sometime before the end of our fiscal year. And then it's like half of the versions of the game. We'll get to those later. So... I don't know. I, as someone who is very excited and I guess still excited because there's not much coming in the like Marvel games pipeline. Um, this is frustrating um, to say the least. I, I don't think my computer can run this and I don't have a PlayStation five. So I'm, you know, I know that this is like a me problem, but also it's not just a me problem. Like there are supply issues with PlayStation 5s and a little bit less so with the Xbox Series X. But like for the most part, you know, it's 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 a kind of like a current, I guess we're calling them current or next gen consoles like issue. And then to say that the people who have access to the last gen consoles will worry about you at a later date is also just kind of a kick in the teeth. It's like, how did you go from everything was going to be ready all at once, imminently soon, to like pulling the plug and then backing out? Like that just makes me worried about like the game itself, you know? Right. So, um, so I, you and I had a private conversation that I'm not going to bring up about Paraxis. Uh, uh, and what like th- like what I think of these guys doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail on that for a thousand reasons, but mostly I just don't want it recorded of me saying the things I'm saying. Uh, I am currently working on a game right now, so I am trying to be more understanding um, because if I the last thing I would want is to be like only a shitbag garbage oh. piece of shit company would ever do this and then like I'm not saying anything no, about the No, I know. I'm saying I'm trying to do that because the last thing I want is to say that and then have to be like fuck due to unforeseen actions I'm now uh stuck uh you know like holding the with, bag. Yeah. Yeah, bag holding on on calling myself an asshole. So I don't want to do that. But 
Um, this is the third, sorry, fourth Marvel game that has had uh, a huge issue uh, in the last two years. The, this is the, 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 the fourth Marvel game that has had a massive issue. Um, Snap. You know what? I'm not going to go into detail on Snap, but if you play Marvel Snap, you got a uh, an email with a quiz, not a, 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 a survey. And if you read the survey, you know what's going on with Snap. So don't worry about that. Uh... Marvel, what was the one Kabam made? Is that Future Riff? I need to check my email now. Yeah, Marvel. No, Future Rev was was Nettie's. Oh, what are you the 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 MOBA that they already shut down? Yeah, are you talking about the? Yeah, yeah. What one was that? That Realm of Champions. Realm of Champions which uh was created and shut down then you have marvel super war which is a moba uh but refuses to be released uh in america and then you have uh, or they're not allowed to be released in america then you have i'm thinking of the other game uh the uh the mmorpg that was canceled and now you have this game pushing forward. And now I'm starting to wonder. Because, look, it's not hard to make a video game. I'm just going to say that. It's it's hard to work on a video game. It's not hard to make a video game. Like, think of some of the games you've played that are, like, absolute schlock. And just realize that, like... You know that was made especially mobile games like those things are just like hey spend spend 10 million dollars make 30 million i'm not even making that up if you got 10 million dollars you could be a multi-millionaire you just need to hire the right people for the right amount of time um but either way something is weird right like this game is not like this game is they, they have the engine they own the engine for their own style of game called XCOM. They also yeah. own the engine for their Sid Meier series, Civilization, Beyond, uh, whatever the Star one was called, I forgot. Um, Space one. It wasn't Stellaris, which is a separate one run by Star a different Citizen? company. Not Star Citizen. That's Joe, the one that's you, never come. Mention that name. No, sorry. When you said Star, I like, but like, here's the it, thing is like, they were this close, like close enough that they were willing to show off gameplay like and put it in people's hands and not just like here's one level. Like they gave people like a four hour demo that they could play like to all of the news outlet sites. Yeah. And like everyone was like, yeah, the game feels finished. And now all of a sudden you're pulling the plug like so. Dev, dev splaining now because you know what dev splaining means. Yeah, we talked, we made that joke before. Anyone who doesn't know, dev splaining 
is like mansplaining, but when it's people who do a very simple job try to make it sound like it's harder so that they could be like, no, you just don't understand. One plus one is two. So like th that's what devsplaining is. You know, it's really hard to make sure that when we click the end button, everything is spelled correctly. Like that's devsplaining. Like, no, it's not. Just do your fucking job. You do like, it's really hard for me to do that because I don't do that. It's not, shouldn't be hard for you to do that. Cause it's your job to do that. Um, as somebody who's again, worked in the industry hasn't. So I'm going to do a little bit of devsplaining. Um, there's only two reasons why this would happen that I can think of. There's potentially a trillion reasons, aliens, right? Like mm -hmm. the first reason is there is a massive power shift in the company. Like someone who had too much power had now has no power or is no longer there. Like a, a fuck up of like, I can tell you that I've had projects pushed back by months, if not years, because the wrong person left. Or the right person, depending on how you're looking at it. Uh, as a project manager, for me, that's great. That's a month's extension, you know, when I'm doing that stuff. But, like, for anybody else, probably not great for the business. Um, is that common? No. A good business would be run a very specific way. Uh, as we've already discussed, game businesses aren't run by smart people. They're run by people who are capable of, of coloring uh, in a book that is paid by numbers. So, like, this is where one goes. This is where two goes. This is how much the gotcha costs. And this is how often we sell them. This is how much we charge for costumes. And this is how much we charge for costumes that make that makes the chick look hotter. Like the skimpier costume. You know, like it, and I'm being a little facetious, but I'm not really being a very facetious. Like that's kind of what happens. As time goes on, th there's two things that happen to a game studio. It becomes so big that it buys other game studios, or it gets sold to another game studio that then gets bought by another game studio. There's no game studios anymore that stay. The There is the third option. They just kind of fuck around. But that's the only three... That's the, the three paths of, of game studios now. You are uh, Niantic, and you make an okay game, and then you get a chance to make Pokemon Go, and now you're so fucking big you could buy... Oh, God, who'd they just buy? Was it, it wasn't Newverse. I forgot who they just... They just bought somebody. I don't remember who it was. Niantic literally just bought a new game studio. Um, I think it's Newverse, actually, if I think about it. So that's Niantic. Or you're like Seismic Games, who, uh, you know, went under... No, that's who uh, Niantic bought. Seismic Games. Seismic Games, who made Marvel Strike Force, and then split off, and then Niantic bought them. Uh, like, it doesn't... like. That's just what happens. Sorry. Like, game developing is not a luxurious and fun lifestyle. It is a miserable experience because so many people wanted to do it that I could just hire... And I'm telling you because I know this from my own experiences now. How much do you... How good are you at what you do? One, I could pay cheaper to get you to do work for me than, like, any other job. Like, oh, you're a... 
you're a Unity developer? And what's the average salary? 50000 Cool. When's the last time you got a job being a Unity developer? None? Cool. You're a contract worker now. I'll pay you for three months. You're not making $50,000 a year. You're making a three-month contract developing this Unity stuff. And all your code is st stored on our end. And, you know, like, if you fuck off, I'll just replace you with somebody else. I know. It's shitty. I'm not claiming I want to do it. That's just one thing. And the other option is I go to any other company to find anyone else who's being treated that way, who's actually really good, and I go, hey, man, what do you get paid? 50000 Yo, for 75000 would you literally copy your hard drive, bring it over to me? Yeah, you would? Cool. Come on over for 75000 And now I just stole all the work of another game. Is that espionage? Nope. Completely unregulated industry. No one gives a shit. I mean, all of that, like, it's just... I don't know. I, the fact that we are so close to the launch date of this and like the fact that they had like playable builds and yeah. like it's not even like that the initial reviews came back as negative where they no. go, oh, no, we had to no. we have to retool all this. Like so everyone saying, was like, this is this is this came back as like someone, positive. That's literally what I just somebody yeah. e either somebody fucking left with the keys to the kingdom and now they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. We have to, like, figure out how to get it. And they're keeping it hush. Or, the other or, Disney or cunts. Those are the only two options. So. You, like. Yeah. It could be Disney or cunts. Disney no, could be, I, 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 like, they I, could just I, be I, like, this is exact, like, we don't really want you to be releasing this type of character. They're like, dude, the entire game is about demons. Yeah, but it really They had fix. the perfect release window in October. Like, what better time to release a spooky game than spooky month? Like, you had it. You had it in the bag. It's a spooky game. Not even it's not even a spooky game, but it's a game dealing with the supernatural, you know, demons and magic and all that. Like, what better time than October? Like, what? You're gonna wanna play I, I'm still gonna wanna play it, but like in January, like the marketing was there. It lends to itself, and this is just frustrating. And the one thing you want to know, what I th I hope doesn't come out of this, is that up until this point, they've been saying all of the micro contractions transactions that are in the game are going to be cosmetic. And I hope, I swear to God, nothing is going to make me more mad if they come out of this pushback and like that has changed to like no. now you can buy cards for your deck. It won't. It 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 won't. It, and but like that's what I'm expecting because at this point I'm just expecting the worst. I'm still excited, but I'm expecting the worst out of this. And uh, man, I can't, I can't ease your your pain. Yeah, because as we've talked before about the game I'm working on, like there are things that I do out of love of gaming. And I am going to actually be the first person to make a, a mobile video game. Uh, if I, or, or I'm going to try trying. Or I'm going to die on the vine. Like, because I don't consider mobile games games. Because they're not games. Like, they're, they're ways to bilk people out of as many money. Keep in mind, I'm playing three mobile games as we're doing, talking right now. Like, I'm, sw I'm swapping between games. Like, I understand they are not the same. There's a different, there's just a different level of skill. Like, you can't buy skill. You can buy prestige, but you can't buy skill. And the best games in the world don't let you buy skill. They let you buy random bullshit. 
and the more money you in mobile games don't respect that. So I'm trying to find some middle ground on that when it comes to like mobile games, but it's it's a hard industry to crack because why would I? Why would yeah. I, what, what what interest do I have in being fair and reasonable when I can be an outright cunt and make way more money? And more but this isn't a mobile game. Like it, but that's so. the point. But like then look at Avengers, right? Avengers like what was their business model? Garbage. The Avengers game and by the way, I we haven't talked about it. I've been playing the Avengers game on my PS4 uh again and I I'm enjoying every aspect of it. Do you know why? Cuz I don't give a shit. That's why. I've been re I've been I fired up my PS4 again. I started playing Avengers again. I started playing with the new characters. Whenever they're like, "Hey, this event's running right now," I'm like, "I don't care." They have made a game that is a complete and total sandbox for me, and they have failed. Like I feel bad, but they have failed. They do not know what they were doing. They have failed because of that. Because they didn't know what they were. They didn't know what they were getting into. It's not an MMO. It's not an RPG. It's a looter shooter that there was no reason to do either looting or shooting in. And every time something happened that was fun, they nerfed it. And every time something happened that was broken, they wondered how to, how to, uh, uh, how many weeks it would take for them to, to stop it. So like you fix the wrong things, the wrong times and everything you sold was cosmetic. But if no one's playing the game, you're not making any money on cosmetics. So, and if every yeah. character you release is free, right, which is fine, every character you release is free, that's cool, but, like, what's your DLC? I don't, I've never been, a, I've never had a problem with DLC, and I thought that the Pokemon games did a great DLC thing, where they were like, hey, for, like, the game is, like, 60 bucks now, because that's how much Pokemon games cost now, they used to be, like, 35, 40. The game, the full game is, like, 60 bucks, and then, like, for $25, we're going to legitimately add two uh, full zone expansion DLC storyline games, and you'll have access to more characters. What, what, that stuff, whatever. I don't mind DLC if it's not... Uh, if you're not selling me an incomplete game, if you're adding small parts to an already completed game. I don't mind that. That's always been fine. Um... Skyrim did DLC just fine. I might like day one DLC gotta go. You can't sell me anything. You can't sell me downloadable content on day one of the game. Then you're not like you're not a game anymore. There's no, you know, there's nothing game about you. You're you're as much a game as baseball is a sport. You know, when someone's tired, you can have someone run from you. I love baseball. Baseball is more of a game than mobile games and like those kind of pri like games are. And, like, those are more casino games than they are actual games where you can play and have fun and learn and get better. You can't actually get better in most mobile games. You could just, over time, have better things. So I don't know what they're trying to do with Midnight Suns, but, like, the truth is, it's, a, it's XCOM. And whatever they're trying to monetize in XCOM... I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine a world. It's not fucking multiplayer. And even if they make yeah. it multiplayer, it's not going to be multiplayer. Like, it's not. Marvel this Midnight is... Suns is not a multiplayer game, dude. What the fuck are you selling me? 
So, so there, there, there's no even if they're like, yeah, everything is cosmetic you can buy. Why the fuck would I buy anything cosmetic for Marvel Midnight Suns? It's a single player experience, right? So you can get the Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. It legitimately Marvel says and, uh, no bikini. online multiplayer. Yeah, it legitimately says no. Like right on it, I'm looking at it right here. No online multiplayer. Cool. Is there DLC? I'm in. Right? DLC, I'm in. Uh, Like, fine. No problem. WWE and, like, the sports games have, like, the absolute most ridiculous, like, sell points. They're, like, one of the games recently. It was like, hey, for $5, you can unlock all of the character unlock points for your created character. I was like, get fucked. I'm not even keeping this game now. Like... <laughs> I want to make yeah. my character Superman. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, as far as games are concerned, it could be either. It could just be that like there was a really big thing with the studio, or it could just be that like Disney is literally impossible to work with. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, hopefully we get some type of answers for this soon. But I mean, there's yeah, there's not much else to talk about because. You know what I want to do? Give me a sec. I'm gonna look on Twitch. And I'm going to see what the last Marvel streams, like Marvel Studio streams have been. So they did an Avengers Let's Play. Oh, oh, thank God. Then they did a Marvel Puzzle Quest Let's Play. Amazing. Um, Amazing. (laughs) And then they did a August 25th. Oh, last year. Marvel's Let's Plays. Okay, so they have a How to Draw run that's pretty good, actually. How to Draw Moon Girl. Okay, thanks. How to oh, Draw Big, She-Hope. big stream. These are two years yeah, ago. I want to show up the Moon Girl. Uh, Marvel Live from SDCC 2022. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, they have... Oh, they're doing another How to Draw stream. Uh, 3 p.m. What is this? Oh, that was today they did it? Come on, give me something better. You guys suck. They don't stream anything on their Twitch or their fucking, like... It's really just for the big events. I'm sure they'll stream, like, the D23 event coming up where we're supposed to get more Marvel news. Um, I think that's in September, I want to say, sometime. Um, but All right, well, Vinny's got to go, and that's reasonable yeah. enough for us to all call it a hear. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. We can literally just kick Vinny out and keep bullshitting. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, like, fuck you, Vinny. No, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, it was a shorter podcast than usual because, like, there just wasn't much going on. But that, you know, whatever. Same thing's gonna happen next week, kind of. But next week we we should we should have a little bit more dark hawk in like the idea of a story. Uh, and we also have uh, She Hulk. And... Oh, She Hulk episode one is next week. Yeah, it comes out. Thursday. Never mind. She Hulk is gonna be me simping for Big Green Mommy the entire time all, next week. Just all you, day. all three of us. Yeah. First of all, Vinny's got a pregnant wife at home, so of course all three of us. Vinny's pregnant wife can also simp. For right. She Hulk with us. 
<laughs> Vinny's mic just quit working. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, he's just messaging in Discord. And we're like, okay, first of all, no, it didn't. You're lying to us. And second Bye. of all, have a good night, guys. Have a great day. Be safe out there. And I will catch you next week. Josh, will you be here next week? I will be here next week. And I'll, you know, say Vinny. goodbye for Vinny as well. Oh, Vinny, I'm, back. You... I'm back. Vinny, back. will you be here next week? Yeah. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.